Science. Welcome to Probably Science. <laughs> yeah. I'm Matt Gershon. There's Andy Wood. Hello, hello. Hey, we're back in the studio. Yeah, that's the studio that I mistook for a bedroom on the road. Um, yeah, it's first time back. It's been two weeks and a change since we arrived back on uh, American soil. Yeah, to your ears, we, we're still in Australia, maybe, but we're actually, we've been back for a bit. Sounds like we've just returned. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I finally got over my jet lag. It took me the longest it's ever taken me. It really... That direction, I've done that journey twice now, and both times it's fucked me sideways. It's... It's really crazy, yeah. There's something about... I don't know whether it's... The, it's a combination of the time zone change and the time... The length of the flight and the time of day that they fly at, and I don't know. Everything yeah. about it, it just messes me up. It could also be that the entire trip was planned... I think we mentioned it before. There wasn't a single flight booked more than 48 hours in advance. Except or for the international one, yeah. Right, yeah. It was um, a very last-minute trip. So, yeah, this is our first time, really, our first chance to say thank you so much, everyone who came out, and particularly thank you to everyone who helped make it happen. A few of you really went above yeah. and beyond and... You know who you are. I mean, obviously, Michael Smout, we've thanked profusely in the Australian and Society of Parasitology and Inspiring Australia. But um, And Russell as well. Yes, Russell out in Perth. Big ups to you and to everyone who came out to the shows. That was uh, well exceeded any expectation I had for what this tour was going to be. It's- it was so last minute and slow, so slapdash, and you guys made it work, and we're very, very happy. So We'll get back there soon, but we have to do it again. Yeah, we yeah. will definitely be returning with a bit more preparation and, t- and lead time and notice. So uh, thank you very much. Look out for that. Oh, also, while we're talking about those shows as well, I realized... We forgot to plug quite a few things. Firstly, we forgot to plug our own website and email addresses at the end of half the shows, but also... Mm, does that really matter? If you're listening no, to the podcast already, you know what it is. But also, if you heard the Perth show, then you probably very much enjoyed Kerry Marks in all his spoon-bending, hand-injuring <laughs> glory. Fork poke. <laughs> but you might, you might want to know that Kerry and also friend of the show Nick Doody together have a podcast called Citizens of Nowhere, which he mm. forgot to plug and I forgot to remind him to plug. So... If you enjoyed Carrie, and you absolutely should, check out Citizens of Nowhere. You may well enjoy that. That's the two of them talking about... It's a different issue each week, but from the perspective of, of people who don't feel like they belong to any particular tribe. Oh, okay. Have they covered the topic of tetanus? And do you think he's recovered from his injury yet? <laughs> I'm sorry, you, uh, we have two guests here who don't know. One of whom no, knows I, what happened. Yeah. Yes. I, I listened to Both. that episode. Because oh, I care more? Yeah. Because I care more. Both did of you just, know, I was going to say, did you just make us sit through your intro? <laughs> Yeah. Motherfuckers. Like, I don't, you didn't tell us your format or anything. I sat there like, oh, okay. You've been on the show before. No, 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 no. Normally, it was just straight from the get-go. We were in. But it was like you were just talking to each other, and I thought, oh, I'll wait till I'm addressed. Those are... But you, you want us to jump could... in? You want us to jump in? You, you, we were go- I was going to throw it to you, but you jumped in anyway. You've... I was looked at, and then yes. you went, we have guests. And then you didn't even say... I was like, motherfuckers, are you going to do the whole, like, this is a listener-supported podcast shit while we're here as well? So one of those two guests... Jesus Christ. ...is Brendan Burns. Sure you're over your jet lag? Uh, <laughs> and the other guest is Sarah Morgan. See if you can work out which is which. Yeah. <laughs> It's a fun challenge for the rest of the episode. I'm Sarah Morgan. I'm It's been a very comfortable transition. <laughs> Fuck me, monster mate. Uh, so <laughs> I have that's, a, my, that's although, my Uncle Brendan impression. Yeah, everyone does it. By the way, it's only taken a week of me being in LA. Because that's very Uncle Brendan's oh, wheelhouse, yeah. but 
Because uh, American, of, we're in America now, and uh, the uh, it's only taken a couple of weeks to be uh, of being here, and already comics on bills with me are doing impressions, <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus Christ! Doable, only keeps a couple darling. of days. I know. Go see, that's it. the mark of a great comic. Yeah. Like you're, not, you're never going to be huge if you aren't someone someone can do an impression mm. of. Oh fuck! Oh. Yeah. Uh, it's people just take their rich all and turn left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but. Uh, I'm surprised that it was a difficult flight because you flew at a time of year that actually the planes were all empty. Did you not have four rows to yourself? No, I uh, got fucked. I was so I was so angry. I what? I, I sorted. No, I had I had a middle section where it was me, then a space, then another person. That's great. Which should be great if You're it weren't little. for look at you an hour and a half into the flight, <gasps> someone who was related to the person who was there decided he wanted to give his wife more space to sleep and joined us in the middle seat. Oh, and then he that's was, not... No, yeah. no, no. The plain etiquette. Then yeah. he gives you... It's like, mate, if you want more room, you can have... No, you don't You don't take over room. No, yeah. No. And, and he go, was, oh, look, this is uh, convenient. And he no, was not enough for me. And he was an elbowy sleeper. So, yeah, that was the other Motherfucker. reason Motherfucker. Yep. That was the return flight? Because, that was wait, because you went Sorry. in February, right? Yep. Yeah, it's normally empty. Uh, no, not this one. Really, pretty good. I mean, domestic flights were uh, were a dream, as we yes. talked about. God, Australia flights internally are so easy, and, and they're amazing. I like, know. I've only got a couple here, and I don't know how any road comic does it. It's disgusting. It's like they didn't. America, Australia's like they haven't wildly overreacted to a terrorist incident from <laughs> right, twenty <yeah>. years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, when everything's trying to kill you. Every right. other day. It's a very good point. Your, de- your chances of death by spider are like orders of magnitude more than the terrorist. But yeah, America's gone like, all right, well, a very bad thing happens, so we should put in the sensible things to stop it from happening again. <laughs> and also 50 other pointless yeah. things that just make people feel like they're safer, but make little to no difference. In oh, Australia. I think. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go on. I was going to say, if you take your shoes off in Australia, the, you could still have a spider in there. So what? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Spiders on a plane. <laughs> I mean, the whole, added in the scanner. like yeah. they, they cut the uh, seat space in half. Like everything, because everything, most airlines here, or here in the US, mm-hmm. uh, are uh, 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 listed companies, aren't they? So people have shares in them, so they have to keep shareholders happy, which is why they charge Is that not the case in Australia? Are they still- nah, well, you, Qantas is, is a listed company, sure, but it's not... Like every, it's still got such a reputation. Yeah, they, a, I felt like the Qantas. The longest time they'd never had a crash. We they mostly so did proud. the kind of. I remember that from Rain Man. But, yeah. uh, I, I, we most we did a lot of the sort of Jetstar and um, what's the other cheap one? Tiger. Tiger. But when we did Qantas, they were yeah. It was like oh, they actually treat you really nicely. And and uh, because the interstate flights is the same distance as uh, London to New York, and so you can even if you're in business, they even have the sleeper. All right. Plans. And also you have a lot of politicians going from uh, the west to the east and they do the the red eye is a motherfucker, however. Yeah, I mean, that's same in the States, yeah. The but, red eye is... Bru- but, oh, but but at least it's a plane. <laughs> You're the, this thing here is a flying bus. It's gross. And people, like, they, they try and cram as much luggage as they can it's, and everyone rushes on because normally, I would have said as well, on international travel, the trick is... Don't bother getting premium economy or business class. Just make sure you're the last person on the plane. Even wait in the tunnel. And then that way, you know where the double and triple and four rows are. And you just, uh, and then when you go past one, you pretend it's your seat, go, yes. So no one eyes it up. And then the moment it takes off, you lay out, you put all four blankets across, and you've got yourself a couch for 12 to 14 hours, baby. Yeah, in an, in an, whenever that era was that, you, you mean in Australia or you mean here you do that? 
uh, the anywhere on the world. But yes. No, but here, like, flights now are always full. They're almost never empty. Internationally? Oh, uh, international. No, even internationally, they've started doing things like last time, the time before last that I flew back from here to London, we had, a, I, I went back with my girlfriend and I thought, and it looked like we had the row to ourselves and a nice little space. And then the, because it looked, the flight was only half full. And then the flight two hours before us on the same airline <gasps> was cancelled for engineering problems, yeah. and everyone from that flight was put onto ours. You're like, oh, really? Uh, how how strange that the other half-empty flight two hours before this problems. one yeah. got uh, had some kind of mechanical okay, issue, and everyone s- they clearly just went, okay, we can just amalgamate these two passengers and save ourselves one, save ourselves an entire flight's worth of expense. Have you ever had the? Have you ever had them switch a plane on you? Where like uh, this time around, flying to Seattle because Seattle from is empty, particularly mm-hmm. on uh, Christmas Eve. I was flying on Christmas Eve, actual Christmas Eve. Well, I think in general people aren't flying on Christmas oh, Eve. Oh, mate, so, Christmas yeah. Eve, and but the London. Well, one in. person is <laughs> one very special person. Uh, I'll tell you, <laughs> Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve are my favourite times to fly because the plane's empty and it's that limbo. Like it's 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 like you're a mega man. It's, uh, it's awesome. And of course, I don't drink. I could give a toss about New Year's Eve. Then okay, it's just yeah. also people. It's what does Glenn Wall call it? Amateur hour for drinkers. Oh yeah, yeah. and. Uh, they, uh, but uh, they, London got snowed in mm-hmm. and uh, loads of people had been stranded at Gatwick. So the Seattle flight, uh, Virgin uh, Atlantic or whatever. God, this is boring. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Virgin Atlantic, uh, they switched our plane up and they gave us like an EasyJet plane. And oh, the bloke like behind a shittier me, plane. Yeah, yeah, no telly. Uh, the bloke behind me didn't even have a cushion uh, on his seat. I don't mean a cushion to rest on. Like I mean his seat hard did not have a cushion. It was hard metal. Oh God! Yeah, Jeez. that's what they're becoming though. Becoming these like micro thin, just to save every inch mm. between the rows. Yeah, and, seats and you wake up with so many zits on your bum. Why? <laughs> okay, probably science. Why? <laughs> Why do I uh, always, after like a dodgy cheap airline, have loads of spots on my bum? Go. I've never noticed that. We talked about other trends in this is things. this is not. Uh, can I get, can I give a tip here that's a little bit revealing about me, but I, I think people need to know about this because I was like a fucking MacGyver situation I was in. Mm-hmm. Go on. Uh, I, I, I'm prone to cold sores. I get them when I fly, so I always have like a zapper, like a blue light zapper with me, and I have the medicine and I have everything. And I was on the plane and I just felt that tingle. And it's like, well, I'm on a plane for ten hours now, and I know I can get the cream out, and like, but I haven't got my zapper, and I haven't got nothing came to hand. And I ordered a whiskey from the hostess, and it was the 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 antibiotic, whatever it is that's in whiskey, that's like the 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 medicine-y bit. Put that on, killed it. No, really? Like it never even appeared. It it never appeared. Jeez. Didn't even. I don't want to. I don't want to condone you know, any pseudoscience. Yeah. So we, we can't, we're not saying this has been no, officially. I would say if you are stuck <laughs> and you need some kind of, uh, just give it a try. Why just not? Why, what are you going to lose? What are you going to lose? All you have to do is no. I mean, no. I like I dabbed it with a napkin. Okay. Over about ten hours, just dabbed it. Oh, you just kept the shot around and kept dabbing. Yeah, just the... kept dabbing. Interesting. And uh, what what is it? Isn't it alcohol that is like? Well, I don't. I don't like know how. Antiseptic. That's the word I'm looking for. But I mean, if it's if this is a viral thing and not a bacterial thing, does that even? 
just revealed to the world to I get it? cold sores. I mean, Kiss guessed. me, strangers. <laughs> and also, what's the, what's the blue light zapper? Not not to call out. Oh, that is a. Does that sound like bullshit? I mean, they. I mean, it is. It sounds like bullshit. All I can say is they work. Okay. Like as in they are. Thing I, be- I, I will double check and- this, but I believe that there is some evidence that yeah. they do reduce the interesting incidence and the duration of what's it called for evidence wise when it's just you. Anecdotal. 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 I can do the anecdotal evidence on the fact that the blue light zapper definitely works. Okay. Uh, but uh, combined, Mark. combined with medication, etc. But anyway, dab a whiskey. Dab a whiskey. Fucking works, man. Get a shot for the entire. So you yeah. don't. But you do drink. But you also. Kept, I do drink. You kept yourself. Oh no, because I was flying Air New Zealand, who have the, like the nicest uh, Pinot Noir. Uh-huh. I always fly Air New Zealand because they have great films on their classic channel. Mm. I watched Hedvig and the Angry Inch, and I drank like a bottle of Pinot Noir, two Excellent. melatonin. It is like the perfect flight. That's and right big. Thick cushions and big thick cushions, and only one flight oh, a day, six. so you can't get bumped. Yeah, and yeah. I had a buffer seat. I've always had a buffer seat every time. I've and the it. best security uh, and the best uh, <laughs> the safety film you'll ever see. Yeah, with Reese Darby, and although it's not Reese Darby at the moment, but oh. usually it's Reese Darby. Oh no, it's been directed by Peter Jackson. Oh no, that was a long. That was like two years ago. Oh, you're like oh. four videos oh, ago. Oh man, wow, yeah. really? Oh yeah, yeah. they update them. There was a Lord of the Rings one, then there was a Reese Darby. Yeah, there was Reese Darby in a bubble bath, and now it's Street Dancers from New Zealand, which is adorable as well. It's like local. It's always very New Zealand. You can watch all the flight of the Concords in a New Zealand flight. I talk about them constantly when I'm on podcasts here, and I. One day they'll give me an air point. Just one. Yeah. <laughs> a, single, a single New Zealand air point. I like the fact that we have an alum of the show who has done an airline safety video. That's, that's got to be the only one, right? I don't know. There's, a, there's a, a possible... Have you ever had Olivia Coleman on? Because she does BA. Oh, if only. If yeah, only. Now, it's, now, it's not, now it's she'd like, be hard to get, I'd imagine. Same with Brian May. I don't I know. We're pretty good about the post-Oscar. <laughs> Most I can just start doing her. It's really good. For, oh, I'm pissing myself. Ah, shitting crikey. Ah. I love doing Olivia Coleman when I'm in LA. We actually, you should have come to TJ's to watch the Oscars because afterwards we all had to I go. Was, my plane was landing as the Oscars oh, was happening. Okay. I got in a, a in a Uber and the, the guy was all over the freeway trying to look up the Oscar results to tell me them. And it's like, it's it's fine. Yeah, I'll be all right. But, they no, will still yeah. be the results in yeah. an hour and a yeah. half when yeah. we arrive yeah. in Yeah, Olivia Coleman, delightful. Who knew? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember years ago when uh, Nolan, my wife is super British, like made of English pills, and uh, when Christopher Nolan was accepting uh, Heath Ledger's uh, posthumous Oscar, and and he put it together so well, and my wife turns to me because I, you know, I always uh, give a shit about British classism and so on, and and she goes, "Listen, that's British fucking eloquence for you." Mm. I went, "Really, really, honey." Fucking eloquence, was it? It's fucking eloquence. <laughs> I'll tell you what, he was cunting fucking eloquent, wasn't he? He fucking cut my head up like a treat. <laughs> Did my head up like a Mars bar with an alpha butt. A fucking alpha cutter. You'll fucking hate that, you slag. Uh, okay, so... Oh, so Brendan you, you said the first sea bomb. It looks um, like there is... The sea gates are open. <laughs> there is some anecdotal evidence for alcohol reducing cold sores. Boom. Oh, thanks for staying with us. But there is nothing... <laughs> There is nothing proven yet by yeah. any studies. But no, it's like if you if you're stuck in a situation where you can't get to some medication that's in a in a in some luggage somewhere, why not why give not? it a try? How They're wait, very wait, nice and early easily. They do not judge you, no matter how much you drink or no matter how many times you watch Little Shop of Horrors, <laughs> which I've done a lot on that flight. <laughs> Such a specific, the eighties uh, one or. Yeah, the, um, is that the only one that's been made into they, a movie? They have a classics yeah. channel what? on New Zealand that is literally what? all Little... the films I like. It's like Gremlins 2. 
Yeah, there's a Steve Martin one. Yeah, was there yeah, never Steve was there one, never yeah. a movie version before that? It was just a musical. No, there was a, yeah. there was a, there was a Jack Nicholson movie that was oh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, from oh God a long time ago. Um, and then they did the musical of that, and then they did the movie of the. Oh, musical. it started as a musical. Yeah. Wait, what? Hang on, Jack Nicholson was in oh, a movie called a Little movie. Shop of Horrors. Then yeah, it wasn't a musical. That version. It was a. Oh, who's that famous horror guy? Very famous um, horror Alfred director? No, very, very uh, horror producer. Uh, Hammer? Uh, Rob Zombie. Come on, Matt. You're on the Corman? Googles. Like Roger Corman. It was. Oh, Roger oh. Corman. Yeah. It was a Roger well, Corman, uh, but, but it wasn't well, musical. It was let's just, face it. It was a man. super famous. I well, mean, no, Roger I mean, Corman's very famous. No, but come on. Alfred Hitchcock? There's a huge well, yeah, drop-off yeah, between oh, yeah. him and... Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry you didn't know the answer to that, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, there are, there are. I've just found some scientific studies that seem to suggest that there is reasonable evidence that the blue light oh, for treatment. Are we still on? What my about the zits on my bum? Could I? Do, yeah, <laughs> no one this asked is what you. I'm saying. I like that you fact check. All right, you don't could, answer could, questions. Could you fact Let's check have a look. Yeah. Spots on asses on planes. Yeah. Show, us, your show us your ass, Brendan. <laughs> it's actually quite clean right now. But last week, forget about it because I flew jet blue. <laughs> You'd think the blue in the jet would have kept the zits down also. I think no. it's also the sitting upright, the sleeping yeah. upright. And uh, I think something. they don't clean their seats that often. I'd like to assure listeners that most people actually carry the herpes simplex complex and there's nothing to be embarrassed about. Just don't kiss when you have an open sore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd uh, like to remind listeners also, wear <laughs> pants on airlines, because yeah. I don't know why the cleanliness of the seat would matter, <laughs> Brendan, unless you were pantless sitting on no, these. No, 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 no. I think like, no, come on, yeah. dust mites. Okay. Dust mites and, and uh, you know, all dust. manner of insects would make their way through, through your pants. Through your pants. And I don't think, I don't see them clean. I mean, that, you, have you seen them clean? Like they come like in, they give it a rub with a vacuum cleaner. Here's what is meant to be disgusting is the trays. Because they know they don't wipe those down properly. Yes, and they say never have tea. And because the water is the worst. And I always oh. do. Hey. But uh, but yeah, they'll do things like kid pe- They'll mothers will change their babies on the tray and stuff like that. Yes. and they'll do shit. And it it's not being disinfected in between mm. flights. No, it's super gross. Mothers uh, will change the babies, eh? Yeah. Everyday sexism. Fathers would go into the toilet like a proper person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like men. <laughs> Like a man. Rip the shitty nuts. Yeah, holding the baby with one hand, fighting a bloke with the other, (laughs) satisfying a woman with his cock. Because dads have shame. Because dads. Having it all. They can multitask, dads. Fuck yeah. Famously. Uh, Swing an axe like a bloke. (laughs) Fix a tie. Put up some shelves. Satisfy a lady just with a look. All while getting a good spotty ass. Yes. (laughs) Here's my theory. As to why you might get a spotty ass. Okay, mm. spots come from things like oil yes. trapped in the hair follicles. Yes. Uh, I feel like it's a combination of the sort of sweatiness and mm. lack of breathing and mm. la- lack of lack of circulation. circulation. Yeah, yeah, your bum yeah. always goes to my bum always goes to sleep on planes. Mm-hmm. Like you just get a numb ass. So, so you think it's I, the rubbing of the hairs and the loosening of? I think yeah, it's, but if, I think you, it's there's the, no blood, the if there's no blood, there's no blood getting to that area of your body. Yeah. I think just, there's yeah. I think there's lack of ventilation and lack of aeration. And the inability of the hair follicles and the skin to wick away the moisture and the oil that and the the natural gunk that gets the yes. our disgusting bodies secrete through our skin oh all the time. Oh my god! Like, do you it's find that natural. after a twenty-four hour flight or twenty-four Just, hours of flying? What that the, the smells are awful? <laughs> the smell. Well, obviously the the flatulence is bigger. Well, yeah, we talked about that. It seems like you do for or I do for more the, planes. Oh, air hostesses probably. and uh, hoster. Oh, what is it? What stewards. a male stewards. They say that actually <laughs> it's the it? act of revenge if they don't like a passenger because they know full well you fart heaps, that they will go past someone that's a bit difficult or make a point of farting every time they go oh. past that guy. 
<laughs> I haven't heard of that. I have a close friend who is a new uh, entrant into the world of flight attendantry. And it'd be fun to have her on the podcast sometime. This oh, has yeah. all been flight talk so far. There's been a lot of things. also asking about the jet lag. Yeah. The, because also I think the America one, to and from, gaining a day and losing a day, I think mm. is very uh, upsetting. I think that mm. messes your equilibrium. I don't know. Because that's just arbitrary. It's what we call the days by number. It's, I think it's more about where you land in the sun being up and sun being down. Yeah, because my, my body doesn't necessarily care that you call this it's a Tuesday, Tuesday rather than a Wednesday yeah. or a whatever but oh, it, there's part, that's part of the disorientation for sure because believe me for, as someone that's done both mm-hmm. and done from the UK to Australia uh, which is even longer mm-hmm. it's not the same as going US Australia it is very very discombobulating even though it's only 14 hours yeah, it's something. Uh, or to it, Perth, or actually, you even have to. Your theory is even going in the same direction on a plane for the same duration of time, shorter. whether you cross the dateline or not, affects how much jet lag you have. I think there's something uh, psychological Interesting. in jet lag because also, like, I've done it a lot, yeah. like my entire life, and I am very used to. But then also, I'm very used to the UK flight. Always go late at night. Stay up as long as you can. Then pass out. Yeah, it's way harder to make yourself sleep before you want to sleep than it is to just. Yeah, so get a very late night flight, and they're usually empty as well. And uh, make sure you're the last one on. Yep. And then you just uh, you splay out, and then because the sleep you get when you're absolutely shattered will also half prep you for the other end. Right. Right. Yeah. That's what I was able to do going west. It was fine, but just coming back, it's because you sort of have to make yourself go to bed early, and that's the harder thing than. Yeah. Although we've talked about this before, that two hours, three hours difference is worse than twelve. You think? Mm. Oh, because you're up to a five. Like at least twelve hours difference, you are pushing through a day, and then the moment the sun goes down, you are just out, shattered out, and you wake up at five a.m. and you've never been up that early in years, and you're like, (laughs) I'm the king of the world, I can do anything. Because also you've got like an oxygen hit, and you're like, I could do anything. I'll probably, yeah, oh God, oh, I, I, you know, I should write a screenplay. I'll write a screenplay. Hang on, you know what? Let's go and uh, go for a walk, honey. You want to go for a walk? Oh, here's breakfast. I've made three types. And uh, and I enjoy those four days yeah. of the magic of morning. <laughs> but that, that might also be the thing that sort of really throws you when you're flying from Australia back to cause Australia. I just check, double checked the amounts, but Austra- Sydney to LA is a 19 hour time difference, and, uh, which Perth basically means which yeah. effect, five hours effectively means five day. hours time difference. But yes. you lose, but you gain or lose a day. Um, so you fly for so long. But then the time difference isn't that wildly different, but it is just enough to fuck. It's, it, I don't know. It really throws it. Anyway, I'd like to thank of, uh, any listeners who are still with us I right know. now. Uh, <laughs> speaking of things that throw me. This is my fault. We have, we have these headphones courtesy of Bose. <laughs> very on, kind. Every time I come on this, we talk about planes. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing that's bothering me. This is so minor, but both of you have your headphones on backwards. Is it uncomfortable at all? What? what? Try switch them around and see okay. if they suddenly feel more comfortable. Oh, hang on. Okay, I am I, am I about right to have a over couch the left for my ears? Oh god, now I can hear Brandon. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Do you notice the quiet comfort um, of the QC thirty five two is more? I'm used you're... to shitty headphones, oh, okay. so uh, these are is the comfort. Oh, level? sorry. No, are we, are we talking about how nice these Bose headphones they that you got for some, free? They gave us some nice headphones. Is it Bose or Bose? I think it's just Bose. Bose. Okay. Bose is Oscar Wilde's boyfriend. That's it. Yeah. And Boise is a town in Idaho. And a guy from Only Fools and Horses. <laughs> That's a really obscure reference. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Marlene! <laughs> Two people were really happy I have then. no idea. 
Well, you know what's flown a very long distance? What's oh, that? fuck <laughs> off. Really, still? It's my fault as well. As, as I blame spa- myself. A spaceship to space. Ooh. Oh, what segway! Beautiful. Wow. A segway flew to space. Nice. Yeah, nice. the first segway in space. <laughs> That's actually how the guy who imported them died. <laughs> <laughs> Fell off the edge of space. <laughs> <laughs> with, with hindsight, it was a real mistake. Yeah. <laughs> they should have thought it through. Even the leaning to turn doesn't work in space. No. In space, no one can hear you lean. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm off. Bye, everyone. <laughs> that was Sarah Morgan. Thank you for joining Moonwalking us. Sarah on. can be... <laughs> you can catch Sarah. You can see... Why... I got High-fiving bit, like, people down the streets of Santa Monica. <laughs> the the MCs here that that list people's credits that like oh, yeah. have you uh, oh. you, got, you guys don't list credits in the, in, in no. the UK. Well, right? no, we, we for some first we reason judge people of people on their merits, like rather yeah. than like also yeah. If, if it's fuck. someone like, <laughs> no, it makes sense to me a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Well, also it's like uh, like it's also a like a backstage thing that we do that if an American guy turns up and he's a bit of a dick, we don't warn him. So it's like if he walks up to you as the MC, because also the MC is like on a par with the headliner, whereas oh, here right, uh, right. the MC could be a local kid or an open mic or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's a bit different in LA and New York, but definitely so, on the road the MC is yeah. a very new person. So when a guy comes up and starts barking his credits at you, and he's like, "Tell him I done Letterman and I done Leno," and it's like, "All right, good luck with them knowing who the fuck that is." <laughs> All right, and then like we go and do it. Like if it's a good dude, and you go, "Listen, you seem like a good dude." Uh, that's a wink to the crowd that you don't know what you're doing. Uh, and they'll tell you, you know, but if he's a dick, he go, yeah, sure, I'll do that. And then we all run to the back of the room and watch him get booed off. Because uh, also, it's like, if you've so... got credits... That, we don't that, like uh, boasters. Yeah, right. well, it's we not just like, that. Yeah. It's, if you've got credits that count, yeah. like, they'll know who the fuck you are. Yeah. Years ago, when Chris Rock, before Chris Rock was, like, super international, mm-hmm. and before Netflix, and before, you know... Uh, I remember Adam Hills was bringing him on uh, at the comedy store and he goes, oh my God, this next act, he uh, he's getting ready to host the Academy Awards. You've seen him in New Jack City, right? And everyone's like, the crowd was like, Wesley Snipes? He's <laughs> doing stand-up now? And then Chris Rock comes out and they're like, oh, that, oh. And then if, if they have to do any kind of figuring out, like, were you in New Jack <laughs> City? What? Yeah, right. It's like a series of clues. As to, it's like a game yeah. show where it's like, you've seen this person. And I always... I, or I, if you have <laughs> seen newcomers and they tell you their credits and it's so embarrassing. Yeah. You've seen them it's on like, YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> he's looking forward to doing colleges. a festival in Portland, Oregon in the now summer. Listen, now, hold on a second. <laughs> no, not your one. Not your one. Firstly, I actually had to say... Firstly, it was in the spring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this spring... You can catch him in... No, you can't. He wrote a joke for a lolly stick once. And yeah. <laughs> You've seen him in... It's... But alternatively, if you list foreign credits here, the crowd get nationalistic and competitive and shut down on you. Interesting. Mm. Like Edinburgh, if you tout that before going on stage in LA. <laughs> Forget about it. But anyone that can pay the like, French. You just have to shell out a lot of money. That is, and That's a credit uh, over yeah. here that I always really enjoy. Is yeah. like, you've seen... This person has... Uh, has headlined at the Edinburgh Festival and you just go like <laughs> headline? Firstly that's yeah. not a thing really yeah. and secondly it's like well that just means that they found a room that was willing to host their show you self-produced yeah they paid some money for a room and then felt sad for 30 days yeah. and maybe happy for three or you went on last at Late and Live which is not an honour what is that? that's basically you better bring a guitar with you 
What? It's a, it's a <laughs> show Let the that... crowd know when the fucking joke's over. Something, <laughs> something Pavlovian. It's a show that it's a show at the Edinburgh Fringe that starts at one a.m. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's very drunk and very shouty. Mm. I've had some very fun gigs there, and I've had some extraordinarily bad gigs there. Mind you, these see, days see, it's filled with drama students waiting for their turn. It's not the tough Scottish blokes that will throw a glass at you mm-hmm. from years ago. Uh, the Glasgow, the Glaswegians. Uh, it's, it can, you know, Edinburgh can kick off too. Okay, I, thought- I, don't, I can get us killed on a Tuesday. Don't you worry. <laughs> at five a.m. But they don't have the, the thing named for their town where you cut someone from ear to ear. <laughs> the, oh, the, what the Glasgow Kiss? Glasgow Smile. Glasgow, like smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glasgow, no, yeah. Glasgow Kiss is a headbutt. Yeah, uh, Glasgow. They have all the best. <laughs> I think it's the, uh, the Edinburgh Italy Ho. Okay. <laughs> and that's, uh, they give you spots on the anus. Okay. <laughs> and they just they climb inside it's and the hide hair. inside a fucking airline seat. Direct from LAX to Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah. and they rub dust against you. Okay, yeah. that's damn For 12 no. hours! This is called East Dust Nights. Edinburgh's I, most famous oh, thing is a passive-aggressive dog that cried a lot. Greyfires Bobby? I don't know these stuff. But, okay. but also, it's a, also... It's a real, it's a okay. real myth of, of Edinburgh. There's a, a statue dog. to Greyfires Bobby. It's a dog Have you ever that, seen the episode of Futurama with the, with, yes. with the yeah. dog in it? Yeah. It's that. Oh, his so master's there, voice. His, yeah, there, oh, okay, there was a man okay. who died and his dog sat on his grave and yeah. cried a lot. And uh, now there's a little statue. And there's a statue to Greyfires Bobby. Like, that's Edinburgh's most famous But Edinburgh is also where train spotting was based, so it has a shit that's a It's um. But a little dog statue that you go and touch, and it's just very passive aggressive. Yeah. The dragon yeah. vehicle from SpaceX. Oh, I'm so sorry, has John, oh, we're in space. I suck. I'm sorry. sorry. There was a segue in space. Yes, my, we're in. We're on. We're I in say, space. My, my favorite clickhole video ever is this one that I'm showing you, which is <laughs> this loyal dog refuses to leave a grave that has peanut butter on it. <laughs> oh, oh. I love clickhole. God damn it. Okay, space. I, I Sorry, saw the headline. We're in... I didn't realize they actually made a video of it. It's yeah, amazing. It's... <laughs> it's just a dog licking. Uh, You've seen your next game. act licking peanut butter off a fucking <laughs> off a tomb, <laughs> off a dead prick. So space. the inventor of the Segway is in space. Yes. The yes. inventor of the Segway, the Edge, ha- uh, Harold Segway. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, isn't the guy that invented the Segway called Segway? Isn't that no Dean no. Kamen? Dean Kamen. Who's yeah. the guy that invented the thing? And then it actually turns out it's his name. There's probably a few. There's probably a few, right? Yeah, I know. I know. Come on, hang on. Come on, it's a dumb off, cunts. Uh, I can help you out here with one. I just found out Smart and Final. The grocery store was named for two dudes named Smart and Final. Are you serious? Yeah, those yes. were their last names. Yeah. Are you seriously? Yeah. You're not oh, fucking no. with me. No, no, no. no. I was as, as shocked as you were. I was. As, and Bick is Bick a bloke? Bick pens. Maybe, but why would that be surprising? <laughs> no, no, but there's like there's a couple of things that are actually named after the inventor. Biro is definitely named after a guy called Biro. There you go. The pen. What else? Uh, Dyson. Most Dyson, okay, that's still a brand. <laughs> yeah, okay. But I mean, the right. Segway is the actual machine. Well, it, but there is only one type of that machine and it's made by that company. That is still one. Yes. There's not like... But right. there's a modern... Oh, God. It's, it's around the time of the Segway. It's that modern. But it's surprising that that's the guy's name. Uh, are you thinking of Ernesto Hoverboard? <laughs> <laughs> Brian E-cigarette. <laughs> Leslie Vape. Leslie Vape. <laughs> Leslie Vape. Inventor oh. of... Uh, Timmy Microphone. <laughs> David Podcast. <laughs> now I'm just looking at you. Now I'm just listening to you. I see. Say what you see, Brandon. Say what uh, you see. Andy Wood. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I should have trademarked that. God damn it. Our family would have all that fucking wood scratch coming in. Jesus Christ. By the way, forest in the world. You, when yeah, I, yeah. As much as you scoffed and laughed, uh, knowing your listenership, they are going to fucking bombard you with the answer oh, to yeah. that. 
They're going to beat the shit out of you with that. To, to which one? To, to the fact that they're... What's are... the guy that's not Segway? It's a modern invention and it's surprising that this is the guy's name. Uh, it's like that, though, in terms of being... Oh, a it's a surprising one. Tech gear? It's uh, like, yes, it's a it's 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 as modern as a Segway, uh, which has now been almost twenty years. Um, what? Too many things. The Segway, My I'm going to guess, God. was, was invented in two thousand one. I'm going to guess. But what else is like that? The smartphones. It probably is too, uh, Jeep, isn't it? Randy GPS. Uh, Wait, two thousand and one a Segway? No, no way. A Segway <laughs> is twenty years old. Uh, what do you, what's your guess for Segway? I mean, and then we got to get we got to segue back into some stories eventually. But uh. yeah, it's funny because well, like, hang on, I'm just thinking. You all right, will, you will like think all right. Arrested Development first came out in the mid 2000s and 2003, and they already had Job on a Segway then, so it was what? already enough of an established 2003. thing. 2003. I nailed it. It was invented in 2001. Holy shit. Not to brag. That's remarkable. That's we are, mortality. You are here with 75%. 75% of this podcast uh, just did a historic victory at Trivia last week, which we should oh, definitely yeah, we did. brag about. Yeah, that was that was just embarrassing. Like, it was embarrassing. Ran the board. We, ran, we literally got a perfect score, didn't perfect we? Perfect like score a, and doubled like every a, round. Yeah. yeah, we doubled. We, we, we bowled doubled, 300. We bowled oh, what 300. Mm-hmm. Uh, where where was, was the game? Tri- uh, bar Trivia. At 33 taps in Silver Lake. Mm. It was, oh, really? It was Every- very unsatisfying because half of you had left by the end and then when they announced the winners... Yeah, me and Matt went to go and watch a gig. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, we're not even going to stay for the announcement. That's what awful, we were like, we've got un- it. <laughs> unsportsmanlike people we are. We were like, yeah. yeah, we've definitely won this by everyone. But we all carried our weight. We'll, we'll come last, back for our beer koozies. Last round, we had to name 10 of the 14 elements that have single uh, letters as their chemical symbols. There was a big debate as to whether boron was a B or a B-O. Yeah. It's a B-O, isn't it? Nope. It's oh! B- we got it. Hang on. Vanadium also would have worked, as uh, listener Russell Porter uh, taught us. He mines vanadium in the outback. He mines vanadium? He mines vanadium. It sounds it's, like a Which Star is what Wars becomes thing. uranium? Nope. No, it goes into steel. It's a, just used in alloys. Okay. It just strengthens metal. Mm-hmm. And oh, does it, it use microsites? What's that? Uh, microsites where it's micro amounts in the sand. So previously they used to go and try and find big deposits of metal. Yeah. Now they found a way to uh, filter it, and in actual fact they can go and mine places that just look like I big think tubs of sand. I think it's like that. I don't think if it's some big vein of, of vanadium, I think it gets taken out of. Uh, he was explaining it, but there was there, were, there was some tricking. It was during the Perth Festival. Ah. Mm. Yeah, my bro- I think my brother was involved in Mauritania in iron ore. And they actually found a way to, because he used to have to find big, lumpy iron ore deposits. Mm-hmm. And but, him and, uh, what? No, carry on, sorry. And him and his company worked out actually how to filter it out of sand. Just, cool. yeah, this might be the same kind of thing. By the way, while, while we've been talking about this, I've been looking up... Space! Companies, <laughs> list of companies named after people. You, what? And you, and you, oh, you just typed that question There's in? a Wikipedia list page that is just companies named after people Eric Tamagotchi I, I haven't found the one that I don't think that you're Toyota. you are thinking of but there are some surprising ones like Mars as in Mars what? Bar the chocolate company which I presumed was named after either the planet or the god of war which was named after uh, which gave its name to the planet but it's named after a guy called Frank C. Mars nice nice oh I just what? learned this did you guys know that Air Jordans uh, there was a basketball player named Michael Jordan. <laughs> According to this website. Huh. Yeah. Thank fuck. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, so what is the... Uh, so you said there's some surprising ones. That's Well, that was... That Belt was... through them. Go on, I'll tell you the one I'm thinking no, of. No, there's about 400 <laughs> on this list. And yeah, that yeah. would be the entire episode. Well, then go the already... last five. Give me the most surprising. Give me the one that's like a segue. <laughs> <laughs> you mean give you the exact answer that you're trying to find? <laughs> yes, I mean climb inside my head, uh, look at my uh, rather bizarre thought patterns... 
Well, everyone knows Adidas is not actually all day I dream about sex. People know that. Ah, right? come on! Adi Dossler. Adi being, I think, short for Adolf? Because that name must have... You had, had to yeah, figure out a new, it, new nickname it, after... It eased off. The 40s, probably. He really fucked up the name Hitler for everyone as well. Yeah, yep. Um, I'm not finding anything. Uh, Ferrari, obviously Enzo Ferrari. <laughs> have you ever seen Hitler, Hitler's brother? Hitler's brother. <laughs> He's this grumpy looking cunt. <laughs> I remember my wife. It was some fucking documentary. <laughs> About Hitler's brother, and he's an even grumpier looking prick than he is. And I don't know why. I said, or as his parents knew him, the funny one. (laughs) (laughs) And I tell you, Hitler's brother did not look like a fun man. I'm guessing none of the Hitlers were very pleasant to be around. Uh, Well, hazard again. Like the paint. Um, <laughs> were they all painters? What are we doing? Nah. What are, are we, Come on, what are we doing? We were in space. Vi- not going to find Vibram this. shoes, as in those sort of weird little... Oh, the... Not that shoe, no, the weird shoe, shoes, that sort of plimsolly type of shoes that people wear sometimes. Have you not seen those? That oh, I thought you meant the ones be, with wheels. To, no, they're meant to feel like sort of barefoot running. Uh, How did those wheel shoes ever like... like Not be ubiquitous and everyone has them? I don't know, Brendan, because they are wonderful, but... but no, re- like, no, I mean, like I thought we, that company would have been sued into the ground because it's like, hey, let's stick wheels on the bottom <laughs> of our... F- where could that go wrong? But the kids who could do it, it looked... I mean... It looks amazing. It does kind of look amazing. I was always jealous because then I think I tried it one time and it's hard, harder than you think. And then, you of course it is. You need low center of gravity. Got to get both toes off the ground because they're just in the heels, right? Mm-hmm. The heels. Kids are fearless like on, uh, like my son picked up snowboarding like that because he was a skater mm-hmm. and obviously the threat of falling on snow is, snow is nothing when you've, you know, busted your arm on concrete a right, couple of times. Right. Yeah, I can't. I'm too old to start skateboarding. Obviously, no one starts skateboarding my age. But yeah, surfing, same thing. It's like water, much more forgiving than... Uh, than concrete you forget uh, you think holds you under longer than is that the That's first true. science fact we've had yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah mark it down how many minutes in are we Sarah's I more is worried than we are more forgiving than oh fuck no okay we're talking about space we're talking about the, the, cru- the flights the, Australia how did yeah. the, oh you were going to get into it about yeah. space. why you're in Cannes well, well no for a number of years we're, we're onto space now for a number of years now every American astronaut who's gone up to the space station has had to be flown on Russian yeah, uh, spacecraft. Mm. Ever since 2011, we haven't oh, had the shuttle going, okay. so we've got since no way the, to yeah, send Since out. the space shuttle well, program was retired, uh-huh. well, almost a decade ago now, there have been no manned space missions from uh, uh, from the Americas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it looks like... So SpaceX has just tested what will hopefully at some point carry people today, or sorry, a few days ago now it would be, it carried a dummy cargo but it has just successfully human shaped dummies on it you think yes there is at least oh, really? one yeah they with covered in sensors and approximately the weight yeah it's a 7 seat vehicle called crew dragon um and by early sunday this 14,000 pound space capsule had caught up to the football field sized laboratory that orbits earth uh, that we know as the international space station and after a series of safety checks, SpaceX began nudging crew dragon towards the front end of the space station at 5:51 a.m. on yeah, this was Sunday, the 3rd of March. Um, it made soft contact with a docking node, engaged six arms, and latched on. About 11 minutes later, the spaceship tightly screwed itself to node two of the space station. So yeah, there's a crash test dummy on it named Ripley, which I fucking love, the alien reference, and uh, 400 pounds of cargo. Wait a minute. Why are they sending a dummy out there when we've got perfectly decent <laughs> monkeys lying around <laughs> and chimpanzees? 
Willy nilly. There's loads of dogs into space. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. We don't, what? That's political correctness gone mad. It's when you start naming them. Since Leica, we're never going to send any more animals into space. Well, well yeah, here's, yeah, here's yeah, also we maybe Fruit one reason flies, not maybe. to. Yeah. Because what they were doing was testing whether it could successfully dock with the space station, and which it did. Mm. And then they open the hatch and then say hello to the fake dummy. Whereas if they did it with a monkey, they would open the hatch. <laughs> <laughs> Now hang on. The three Bang. humans on board the space station would then have to deal with <laughs> yeah. a, a, monkey. a monkey, a very confused uh, and scared monkey. I'll tell you what, they're cunts as well. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been anywhere where there's just loose monkeys on this planet, <laughs> let alone zero gravity. But they're yeah. motherfuckers. The distance you can get on a fecal <laughs> really toss uh, yeah. is. Uh, yeah. is so they, a chimp, fair enough. Yeah, like, they, it'll be good. Did they know that this was going to be happening? Like, did the people in the space station know that this, this, this <laughs> thing was? I think they notified them. They didn't. Right, okay, they didn't just go. No, no, no. no. It turned up. It's Elon Musk. Shit, he's yeah. dead. Yeah, Elon Musk does wacky things. <laughs> he doesn't tell people what he's up to. And it's a like... bloke that goes, I understand it's somebody's birthday. Stares <laughs> 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 his clothes you off. You can leave your, your hat yeah. off. Leave your space off. We would take off your clothes. <laughs> Real <laughs> slow. <laughs> Who's still, I, I don't think this is a real cop. <laughs> yeah, I don't think this is a real cop at all. It's a dummy dressed as a cop dressed as a stripper. How does that even work? <laughs> You're arrested for solitude. Yeah. No, those are the ones they sent from Russia. <laughs> so they did know. This wasn't a surprise. There was just, just, just. Yeah, I, I don't happened. think you can do many things to the space station without like a fair it's, amount of advanced warning. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the World West, though, right? Like, literally anyone with a dream can now be Elon Musk and build a thing and send it in space. but you have well, to get permission there's lots of international permitting and stuff right. that has the one you're docking with right I, think. I would, I would, ha- I would hazard money and know-how would come into it yeah a little bit of that yeah. money can be getting but still a, anyone, pay for someone else's anyone theoretically can theoretically just announce start. they are doing a, a space thing but this is like Richard Branson's space things have gone with, quiet haven't they yeah yeah I think he quit have you that. met that kid that's in the final like uh, 100 to go to Mars well, that company has also just gone bankrupt. Because they that? were going to fund it by a reality show. The Mars... The, wow. the who's better that... than a kid that was an ex-comic who used to dress up as a koala and play... He's a quantum physicist, but he's an open micer in Australia. What, what now? How have you not had him on? Yeah. No. Are you serious? I'm, I'm not aware right of this now. person. Josh Richards. Josh Richards. I think his name is Josh Richards. Is that right? Looking him up. And he did a show about going to Mars. The Mars One community. And the thing is, he's he, he's got... Australian pub comedy on him and I went along because I wanted to hear about the science mm-hmm. and you know the there's so much in, in, in the psychology of uh, uh, because people saying what are you doing but you'll die out there and it's like we all die and they're like why but you know and, and you know people can't and it's what was truly interesting that I wanted answered in the show that the biggest question when people react to him is people can't fathom doing something bigger than themselves I don't think it's and who's better that. to go? It's... What a great reality TV star is a kid that used to play the banjo and dress up as a koala. And this does all sound familiar now, but I'm looking at his face and I. I don't all right, I'm looking at him there. Yeah, where is he based? Uh, is... I think actually he also went on. Sp- he goes on space camps around the world, and I think he might be in the Antarctic now. He might be one of them. Space camps, like the the, the isolation simulator kind of thing. No, no, or... I mean the people that look at. Uh... According to but don't get me his, don't quote me on that I could be wrong. Okay. According to he he's followed by seven people I know on Twitter, including Brendan Burns, yeah. and friend of the show Paul Provenza. 
Right. He's a physicist, explosives engineer, soldier, comedian, and self-described troublemaker. Oh. And his, his listed... Want... <laughs> Going to Mars. I'll tell you what, we should fucking send him as a prank. Because <laughs> that's the one thing they always say about space travel when they come yeah. back. They're going like, ah, you know what? Just it's pranks all day. Pranks pranks all day. Exploding this. Space pants. Fucking fireworks with a bag of shit attached. Clean <laughs> 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 right. film on the toilet. If this is the dummy monkey, that means that <laughs> the real the monkey, monkey is... <laughs> oh, he's got my face. Um, Yeah, so so I kind of wanted to talk to him about Like I saw his first effort at doing a show about it But he was down to the final uh, couple of folks But he was like, you know I suppose everyone wants to know how to go to the toilet like, no! That was a hundred questions ago What about the psychology of, you know You're going to die out there And they're going to film you every day Living in a pod in Mars I don't give a Shit, where your piss and shit goes. This is, we haven't talked about this because I guess this happened as we were planning the tour. I didn't know that Mars One was dissolved just uh, six weeks ago, January 15th, 2019. No. A court decision was settled to liquidate the organization, bank- bankrupting it in the process. Oh, uh, why? Um, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know if this was in conjunction with other space programs. It was a, it was a private Dutch company. Claiming it would land the first human on Mars. And there was also the story tons of listeners sent about how a Mars mission is going to need comedians, which I very much disagree with. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, Last it, thing you need, pranks. It said, mm. yeah, it said to keep up morale on a long trip, what better than a comedian? And, yeah. and, and I say this as someone who's. Yeah, no, we're not, I am a we're comedian. not good people. Many of my truly closest friends in the world, in fact, most of my closest friends in the world are comedians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can think of nothing worse to suddenly <laughs> drop into. Yeah. Because you know, because yeah. uh, you know what we're famous for empathy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. empathy. Uh, uh, the, you know, uh, working in a team. Oh, team building. Forget about it. <laughs> just how if you, you fuck, get in the back, of the, sh- up, in the back of the shuttle, just slagging off the, the yeah, yeah, the guy that's been up yeah, there. Yeah. How long has he been up there? He's been there for ages. <laughs> yeah. Give him the light. Give him the light. Yeah. Give him the light. Get him down here. What the yeah. fuck? Uh, yes, of course. Uh, How many stars did you get? Yeah. Like, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Notoriously known for uh, fixing a problem as opposed to just standing around and kicking whoever made the mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Shitting on them for five hours. Let's get them. The solution to every problem is let's get them. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm reading the article about the idea behind this comedian thing, and I guess. Because it, 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 it there was a similar article that was like, it should only be women going to space. Because was that have you did you discuss that? No, we haven't. Already? No, because we've see. been in Australia doing specific right. shows. So there was, a, there was a similar there was a similar story that came out. The the, the logic holes were ridiculous, and I, I think there was meant to be the logic holes. You're meant to go. Oh, I see the problem. It, it was essentially they should send all women to space be, uh, into, to Mars because they're uh, physically smaller, but also then there won't be any sexual tension. And of course, everybody goes lesbians in space. This <laughs> yes. is now the sitcom I want to write. Yeah, I saw. I saw many. <laughs> I saw many posts from lesbian Twitter that was basically yeah. just a raised eyebrow. Thirsty <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> Twitter got really lesbian thirsty for a whole day. Just everyone going, yeah, that sounds great. Let's just stick some cameras in there. That's how you fund it. Yeah, there you go. Porn funds. Well, let's face it. Every technological advancement we've ever had. Yeah. Has well, the porn has been the thrust? They've always they've said that, but then I think the most recent um, whatever the uh, whether it's like Blu-ray versus HD DVD when that was happening, that was what, the first time that a format wasn't won over by which the porn industry 
chose. You know what but I mean? Hang on, surely like, Am- the legend is that VHS beat beta because porn chose VHS, kind of. That like yeah. it's, it leads these technological advances. But I think Blu-ray versus HD DVD that when that was happening like 15 years but ago, Apple outsells. VR, it was not virtual reality. I, basically, I think what you were saying was true, and now mm. it's not true as much. It doesn't lead. But doesn't Apple, as- Apple outsells? Samsung, right? Or I don't know if that's true, actually. Because Apple, you can't watch porn on, technically. Um, yeah, you can't have adult apps in the store. Steve yeah, Jobs exactly. But the other ones, you can. Yeah, you can yeah. watch. You can watch porn on your phone because you can go open the browser and can go to a porn you? website. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hang what? on a second. You but watch... you can't have I'm a sorry, por- you can't have a specific porn app. Wait, you yes. mean there's porn on the? So internet? I'm just reading this off of a website. Just that question. Thing. Yes. Yeah, okay. it's an FAQ. Did you, did you type into Google how do I watch porn? No. All you have to type in is how, and that's what comes up. <laughs> How to watch porn in space? Yeah, right. Anyway, so it's yeah. What were we talking? We, we were, were talking, talking about, about space. Oh, how was uh, you went to Cairns? You were going to tell me why you went to Cairns, and it was not to do with the Great Barrier Reef. Oh, we we should talk about this. Oh my god, and I can't believe we missed each other by two days. We missed each other by two days in Perth, but we also spent the afternoon, our first afternoon in Cairns, uh, going through a the. Institute of Parasitology and the lab there and seeing some dangerous animals and then we went to the dangerous aquarium and saw amongst other things the stonefish <laughs> which I understand Brendan you have had a wee encounter with recently I dived headfirst into one got me on the palm if it got closer to my heart or my face forget about it maybe further up the arm or two more barbs and it could be a different story mm. uh, Jesus. but it's funny, uh, our mutual friend, do you know John Hastings? You do, of course you do. Yes. Our mutual friend, John Hastings, went, okay, how are you going to manage to, I can't wait for you to squeeze an hour out of this and somehow make it about race. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, funnily enough, I was on a dog beach and when I dived in, I did go, fucking Australia Day, you genocide, fucking celebrating cunts, <laughs> because I thought it was a bottle. And then uh, uh, it was, I looked at my hand and my Fingers had turned purple. You ever watched How Game of Thrones? How much time gone by before the purple this? Uh, immediately. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've been stung by a couple of cobblers, a few rock cods, and octopus. Uh, never what a kind of life are you living to get this? I grew up in the Southwest. Okay. Uh, and uh, so we're kind of ready for that sort of stuff as well. And the beach was ready too. Is, uh, the and beach it was, was born ready. And it was lit. Yeah, it's true. It's like, uh, it, it, I mean, I'm jumping ahead a bit in the story, but... Uh, the, everyone's face changed. I became hyper alert. Like I've told this story on my podcast. Like it's actually became like a four part thing with my mum, the doctor, the the trying to find the woman that drove me home, and all that mm-hmm. sort of shit. And uh, and then the stand up that I did like two nights later in front of because it's staggering what big news it was in my hometown. Yeah, of course. News crews turned up. Oh, Heath Ledger's dead. I'm all they've got left. <laughs> Uh, and it's Heath, it's true. It's every time you talk about Aussies kicking ass overseas, it's it was always Heath Ledger, Tim Minchin, and me. Look at the big drop off. In the <laughs> let's uh, not be no no come three on. peers we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah, yeah Tim, Tim's pretty famous. I mean, yeah, yeah. Weirdly <laughs> enough, Heath Ledger did go to my school. Uh, I believe he was even my house. Even I, what, but I only remember what, him as a what teenager. City was this Perth? Oh, I thought it was like outside of Perth or something. No, 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 no. It's it's still a very small town. It's, it's still a it, people call it a glorified big country town. Mm-hmm. To which it's like, no, it's a you know, whenever Melbourne gets like, oh, it's a glorified big country town, and you're like, no, it's a country town. You're a glorified big country town. You know, you're Portland, Oregon. No offense. No, uh, I've heard the comparison. Although, it's they like are. See that. It is. They think it's they think it's the LA of Australia. It's not. It's Portland, Oregon. Portland's pretty cool. Yeah, 
Yeah, it is. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with being... I prefer Portland, Oregon to LA. No offence. No, no, none taken, yeah. Uh, and uh, less moral posturing and fewer homelessness. Um, fewer homelessness? That's how that you sentence think Portland goes. Portland has sure. less homelessness than LA? Huh? Portland probably has, per capita. Mate, more than ride a bike. LA. Yeah. Right, but it's it's grown since I was yeah. here ten no, years ago. No, it's a huge problem in both cities. It's yeah. it's a mental illness problem. It's a yeah. It's come on, stonefish. You, anyway. You're South Africa with snacks. Let's be honest. <laughs> your, your motorways ain't finished. Your fucking motorways ain't finished. Uh, everyone's armed to the teeth. Rich people live in gated communities. Your freeways ain't finished. Yeah. like I said, it's, it's, yeah. it's only South Africa. It's it, there's no Medicaid, homeless people everywhere. Mm-hmm. You're South Africa with snacks. Yep. Uh, anyway, no offense. None taken. Uh, and uh, uh, just offering some objectivity. <laughs> and uh, so I dive in and I'm like, motherfucker. And I thought it was a, a, a broken beer bottle because after Australia Day, of course, I was on a dog beach and there was a lot more dogs mm-hmm. in the beach. Sure. Uh, extra mites in there and fecal matter after the Australia Day weekend. And uh, it's funny that everyone's like, what are you doing swinging in dog shit? And I'm like, it's the longest stretch of sandy beach on the planet. It's, do you have any idea how much, this is like how dog many sh- dogs that have to be right. there for me to even notice the yeah. dog shit? Anyway, then I look at my hand and my fingers are icy blue. And like, you know, in Game of Thrones, when the White Walkers stab people and you see it go through their veins. Mm-hmm. And I immediately, like my arm flexes as if I've got like one of those bow flex things, like the electricity. Involuntarily pulls Involuntarily, the my fist is trying to push its way through my bicep, curling up. Oh my and I'm like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> and I've had a cobbler. I've had a cobbler. I've had a... What's a cobbler? A cobbler is like a catfish or a, uh, a rock cod. So they've got their own kind of spikes going on. Okay. Uh, they're also bottom feeders. Um, but I, but yeah. I've been stung by one of them as a kid, and I'm like, this is worse. This is so much worse. And I, I'm immediately thinking, like, right, if I got to, I'm thinking it's a stingray straight away, straight away, because I've heard stingray stings. Sometimes people go insane mm-hmm. with the pain. Like it's, it's, it's this is really... post Steve Irwin's death, also, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Although so... his death wasn't from the venom from the sting, it was from, I believe, paraphylactic got... shot. No, I don't think it was. I don't think it, I could be wrong, but I think it was just. It was a really freak accident where the sting hap- the actual sting it itself his pierced his heart yeah so oh, actually yeah physical i could be wrong about this but i think it wasn't the poison it was the no. it was actually the i think it was in the heart or too close to the heart it got him in the chest yeah it, it was actually a, it was a physical injury rather yeah. than a chemical and naturally like later on my facebook because i did uh, that i had a steve i know everyone had a steve owen bit but <laughs> i had like a long 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 steve owen bit about uh the animal kingdom being the mob and his daughter and son being somewhat uh, cash cows, being wheeled out too fast. Uh-huh. And then a whole bit about the... Uh, anyway, that, it was kind of a semi-well-known bit. So mm-hmm. I then got inundated with messages going, oh, my God, the irony would be so delicious if you died <laughs> of a stingray. Uh, and, and, and other Australians and British comics were going, is this just all part of your plan to be every British person's version of an Australian? <laughs> Uh, and then so my arm is like seizing up. I run up the beach and I'm like, I've been stung. I don't know what by. It's not good. And it's the first day I'd seen a surf lifesaver guy there. And this kid's like, oh, mate, it's probably a cobbler. Yeah, I got one the other day. Like, I got one once. I was crying. Oh, you're in for a long night. It's going to hurt for hours. And I was like, I need to go to accident and emergency. This is bad. This is... And I'm already hyper alert and trying to document everything uh in my mind because it could be poison 
and you raise just instinctively and you become super Aussie in that moment as well. <laughs> it's fucking... Uh, and uh-huh. uh, I, I was like, this is worse and I'm already trying to uh, uh, quantify the pain level. So you know how they say when people check into emergency, people that don't go to emergency much, they always say one or ten, mm. right? So they never listen to them. So I'm like, this is an eight. This is a hard eight. <laughs> this is this is a collarbone is supposed to be the most painful bone to break. And mm. I'm like, this is a collarbone. At least this is a collarbone. I later found out it's worse than childbirth and kidney stones. <laughs> and, um, and it's still, I'm uh, on my first adrenaline dump and I'm like, and this woman called Helen comes up and she goes, are you going to be okay? And I said, it, this is not okay. And they have you got someone to drive you? No. And my mum's going through chemo. She can't come get me. And then the guy goes, all right, anyway. Uh, I said, you've got to get me to A&E. And he goes, mate, I can't leave the beach. And the thing is, it's a good 500-foot walk, walk. Is that half a No, that's too far. 500 metres? 500 metres is 500 metres, half, half a K. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a good... It would be a two, it's anywhere like a between 250 to 500 right. metres to the car park. It's a long, sandy walk. And she's like, can you do it? And I said, dude, you've got to drive me to the car, to the car park. So he gets me in the ute. He drives me to the car. And and, and everyone's stopping because I'm there going, I've been stung. Oh! And I mean, I'm going, ah! Like I, I'm going in and out of fetal position and like trying to push my hand and head through the, uh, the ground. Like Ooh. you are completely incapacitated. And it's and it's coming in bursts of that. As but it's toxins, still localized to the arm or now it's your whole body? Or what's no, that? the toxins are making its way through and it's my arm is flexing. I'm trying to make a tourniquet at the same time. Also, they're saying because they thought it was a cobbler, keep pouring water on it. Little did I know that you actually need the hottest water you can. Cold water actually speeds up. Mm. I do believe. Is that correct? Uh, I don't know about speeds up. It might, yeah, there might be a sort of the vasoconstriction, but it's. Um, I tell you, the, the col- reason for the hot water, and this is what we found out. I didn't know that works with stonefish, but I do know for jellyfish. We found this out in cans. The scientists there were telling us all that sort of like use vinegar or pee on it or whatever. It's so. It, the idea is basically to neutralize the warm. the toxin, but the toxins are are biological. They are they're proteins. Yes, I think they're proteins. Yes, anyway. they are. They're proteins. So the um. Or anyway, they are they are longer organic molecules anyway, which means that they can be denatured by certain things, such as acid. But not but normally vinegar is not strong enough to do that. One thing that is is heat. Yes. Uh, once any sort of proteins or enzymes or things like any sort of those organic molecules, once they get over a certain temperature, they get denatured. And I can tell you this from which is experience. Exact, which is what makes eggs. I can tell you from yeah. experience that the moment any water, like hot water, I had on it, the moment it went lukewarm. I went back to screaming agony. Right. The well, worst that, pain I've ever felt. Well, that also, the other thing it might be as well in that specific case is also the, just the temperature of the water was just another sensation that's in some way muddied your, your the brain. Of- yeah, oh, the I'm trying firing. to get in there because I feel like I've got a barb in there. So I tried yeah. to get in there and poured hot water and it felt like I've been stung all over again. So that's right. the proteins like uh, yeah, making so their way. Because also, if you look, it's smack bang in the middle of my palm, but it made a slash. Right. So it has access to a number of veins. Right. And, um, but they, and yeah, I'm the also, heat- I'm going in and out of like squeezing. But that's definitely like if you so get, yeah, if you get stung by a jellyfish, the hotter the water that you can, as hot as you can physically cope without it scalding your skin. That's a great, exactly right. The, and the more chance it has of denaturing the. The and, more, and more on that in a sec. I'll put a button in that. That doesn't right? work when you're giving birth, though. <laughs> no. If you compare no, it you pour hot water on the lady. Don't no. pour boiling no. water on yourself. No. Don't or the baby. Babies no. love boiling water. Yeah. Yeah. They can't get enough. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so then Helen drives me home, long story short. Uh, and I. it's funny that uh, my mum then rushes me into a boiling hot shower because uh, we, we still think it's a stingray. 
And uh, again, I believe it's still hot water is the solution for that, or a cobbler or a rock cod. Mm-hmm. Stonefish aren't supposed to be that far south. And uh, uh, is it, this it was, a global warming thing that stonefish yes, are now going further south because absolutely. the temperature is higher? That's why my mate Craig Quartermain he goes, only you could come to town for two weeks and finally make the commercial network acknowledge climate change, <laughs> and then fuck off. <laughs> it's like you always come here. You start some shit and then fuck off. You never capitalise on anything. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so uh, I, I am going in and out of fetal position. Uh, I think by now I'm on my uh, like third or fourth adrenaline dump. Uh, I'm in shock. And then Helen's husband turns up uh, on our driveway and goes, where's my partner? Australian men are so shit. <laughs> they really are. Right, and uh, I'm like, what? And I'm like, dude, I'm I'm dripping wet, semi-naked. I've obviously made a tourniquet, and I'm, oh, I've been stung, and I've got to go to accident emergency, and I don't know what by. And this fucking asshole, he's like, where's my partner? And I'm like, what? She drove me home from the beach. Sorry to give you 15 minutes of inconvenience, motherfucker, <laughs> but she was busy saving someone's life. Wanker, wanker. And he was in bike pants. Fuck him. And he, <laughs> and he wasn't even on a bike. He's in a car. That's he's not like, right. That's which not beach right. have I got to go to? And I was like, Peasum, it's called or something. Anyway, uh, so then I, yeah, we tried to wash it out. I'm like, this is fucked. This is fucked. Like I tried, again, I tried to reach in and take out a barb with tweezers. You could see something at this point. Uh, it turns or, out it was just the flesh and I'd torn it. But Right, and also, something again, was in there. I think generally, mm. I, I don't know specifically with stonefish, but I, I believe... That is not necessarily the thing to do because in certain in certain animals, certain insects, for example, that sting you and they leave the sting inside you, mm. if you try and get in there with tweezers, what you can end up doing is squeezing more of the venom into your body. And that's what I swore I'd done. Right. Because I felt like I'd been stung all over again. I went, ah! But whatever was in there, I got out. Right. Um, and but you got something out. Uh, yeah, there was a little white something. It was oh. just a tiny, teeny, tiny shard. Because these are like... Bearing in mind, I dived in, like, hard. Mm-hmm. Into the ocean, it was a wave. You know, it was diving into the waves. Uh-huh. So uh, my hands are thrusting. So it's it's funny. People give me shit. Going, look at you trying to punch the sea, <laughs> and you're always talking about like uh, punching crocs and stabbing cunts, and then uh, <laughs> and then you try and punch the ocean, and you like just you're such a cliche. Uh, my wife even goes. <laughs> The moment you, because my agent, my PR, they all wanted stuff from me, and I got I stung. I said I've just got I just got back from A and E. I got stung by a stonefish. It's going to be a long eighteen hours, and they're all like, "Only you could write this email." And I'm like, "What do you mean only me?" And I said to my wife and her mate, and they're like, "What do you mean only me?" And they're like, "You don't know." And she's like, "The moment you embrace your ridiculousness, like you're going to be a fucking millionaire. Like, stop worrying about whether people know you're doing it on purpose or not." And I was like, to me, agent, I was like, "I hope when I die, you all appreciate how much I spent my entire fucking life in character because this shit is exhausting. It's exhausting." And um, so, uh, we we uh, my mum then ends up driving me to A and E, right? And uh, and I'm like going, "Less of the lead foot." And it's like, the, you know, the, about the millionth time she's had to drive me to A&E. It's the fourth time in our lives she's had to chuck me in a shower because I'd been poisoned. Uh, and, uh, you know, do the maths on that. And um, uh, I, I get out of the car, at which point, because they'd said go home, just uh, you've got a long night. Uh, I'm a, I looked at the time and I, was, uh, I stood up and nausea and uh, a vertigo kicked in. And I thought, that's not good. Mm-hmm. Right, and I couldn't stand up and I went all wonky. Now, bearing in mind, Charlie Gardner Hospital is also, there's a big meth problem in Australia. So I'm semi-naked, dripping wet, 
got like a, my arm in a self-made uh, cast, like my forearm. Or like looking like you've basically found a vein easier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yes. And uh, like don't even have a shirt on. Couldn't even get the shirt on. And right. there's a bloke checking out. Uh, with a uh, with a black uh, armband on, like obviously a broken collarbone. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I thought was his then girlfriend, who I later found out was uh, named Jacqueline, and she uh, and, I, and my mum gets out of the car and she goes, "Someone, please help my son. He's been stung, and we don't know by what." There's six ambulance drivers out the front, right? They look out the front. They didn't hear the sting thing, and they're like, "Ah, fuck another junkie." Yeah. They ignore me. So this young lady, bless her, gets under my arm. So it's two women, by the way, <laughs> two Aussie women. Thus far, Aussie Aussie women, two. Fucking Aussie men, nil, right? Shower cunts. And we're going to, um, it's, it's five, six o'clock in the uh, afternoon, so it's packed. It's visiting hour. Mm-hmm. So every, there's a huge queue for visitors. And, uh, and there's a bunch of people with broken arms, whatever. I come in looking like an ice head, and every, and this young girl's underneath me, and I'm, I, I'm, I'm you know, uh, I'm about 80 kilos, whatever that is in pounds. 172? 172 pounds. Look at you! Oh, hey! Come on! He didn't even impressive. feel smug afterwards. He didn't. Oh, he did. I mean, no, he didn't. He didn't even pull a face. He didn't. He was like 172. <laughs> uh, he was just. There. Look at you! Hey, it's 160 plus 16. You just do 10 percent more once you've done the it's double. It's 176. Do. God damn it! Oh, <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, no, wait. No. That's right. It's 160 plus 16, not plus 12. It's 160 plus a tenth of 160. Yeah, because oh, okay. yeah. it's two points. Forget. Oh, but you know God what? It doesn't it. matter. It was there. Oh, look how upset he is now. Yeah. Oh, I could have said any number hey, as well. Hey, but aren't you glad? <laughs> yeah, aren't you glad you didn't gloat? You weren't well, smart. I kind of did. I kind of gloated. You didn't. You went 172. No, no, no. I gloated for you. You sat back and went, "Yeah, that's right." Fucking probably science. Yeah. Blam. Uh, and so it's packed. And uh, so the whole place is like, oh, fuck, this cunt's going to try and jump the queue. You can just hear that, mm-hmm. right? And the young girl sits me down. She goes, okay, sit down. And, uh, and then she goes, what's happened? And I just, obviously, I'm very loud. And I went, I think I'm on my fifth adrenaline dump. I'm in shock. Uh, I've, got, I've been stung by something and I don't know what, what by, but nausea. The toxins have been in my body for 45 minutes. And nausea and vertigo have set in. And at which point, my home state, God bless, made me feel a little bit proud. Everyone just stops and goes, fuck that guy. Right? And so the whole, the people have gone from, fuck this guy. And I even checked with Jacqueline afterwards and she said, yeah, the whole place was in shock. Because they hear sting, nausea, and Australia don't fuck around, yo. Uh-huh. And so then uh, straight away, like everyone rushes to go and get the ambulance drivers. They're like, all right, what's the deal? And I kept on saying, like a mantra, because I'm worried I might black out. I don't know about the logistics of America, sorry, Australian hospitals. Why do you need the ambulance drivers once you're already inside the building? It's someone to come and tend to me. Okay, right. It's just someone, someone because I'm not even in a queue. I'm not even at the queue. Right. I'm not at the front desk. I'm in a chair. Right. So okay. it's an orderly slash ambulance. It's, it's someone who's poison, 45 minutes, vertigo, nausea. We don't muck around. Cause and they haven't said the word stonefish yet. They just know no it's one. Yeah. No one. Yeah. Nor me. Because I, they're not supposed to be that far south. But it's oh, something. Oh, right. Okay. It's something. And it could be, you know, paraphylactic shock as well. I'm not a young man. And, anaphylactic. Uh, anaphylactic shock. Yeah. What did I say? Uh, paraphy- paraphylactic? Whatever that? that's a fucking what is that? That's a oh, condom. Yeah. <laughs> no wait, that's that's prophylactic. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I know. I fucking <laughs> I, I, I mix my words up sometimes. Uh, <laughs> sometimes things go awry. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Oh right, you know we got so much mileage out of that last time. I didn't even bother telling you why I thought that. It's <laughs> because it's the language of Shakespeare and it's a Birmingham accent, and so sometimes in England people correct you. 
pedants will sometimes go, you know, back in Shakespearean times, although we think it's a rye, it's actually Ori, okay. which is why I'm on the side of blur. But okay. we got way more miles out of yes, thinking I was an was... idiot. Uh, see, in so... character, my entire yeah. fucking life, Kirshen. <laughs> Don't you worry, son. I know this shit. I'm doing it on purpose. And uh, so then they wheel me. And it's funny that everyone was like Scottish. It was a woman at the front desk was called Jill. She goes, all right, dear, what's the problem? And I'm like, right, like a mantra. Uh, fourth adrenaline dump in shock stung don't know what by oh also uh, I'm a recovering drug addict you can't give me morphine and then I started saying that over and over so I had to do the whole thing without painkillers oh yeah it sucked I mean do you really think you would have just been back on it if you'd felt that Uh, uh, you know what because you're fucking hindsight being 2020 fuck it give it to me Yeah, give it to me I'll do the meetings well because I'll do step one again (laughs) but also that was never your addiction anyway it doesn't matter can you imagine me on come on Okay. Look how much monster I drink. Do you really want to throw heroin into this mix? It's quite the spicy cocktail. Yeah, yeah I know. Hey, I'm awake for the downs. Uh, and uh, I'm awake for the... It's the only guy who nods awake. It's kind of a poor man's speedball, isn't it? Monster and heroin. Really oh, absolutely. Is. That's what John Belushi would have died yeah. of. Oh, good Lord. Had yes. they had monster back then. Uh, it's, 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 it's my loophole. Yeah. Let's call it that. Well, you know, you've you got to cross a dick. Because you've got to find something else, otherwise you get too much Jesus. <laughs> you ever seen someone with too much, you know, they've overdosed on Jesus? Sure. Yeah. They've got too much Jesus in their eyes. And uh, and uh, so... Too much heaven on their minds in the words yeah, of Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, that, so the thing is, I'm being wheeled through and I'm being very, very lucid because, uh, you know, I, I still remember protocol for a blue ringed octopus uh, or a tiger snake. And just saying the facts over and over again. And, the, and everyone, first of all, thinks, ah, oh, another junkie. Oh, have you broken a collarbone? And I'm just talking to people through it. And they can't uh, the, see your hand isn't purple anymore. There are, uh, no, people are aware because fortunately for me, well, fortunately, I, this is a bit rude to say, but a woman had been stung a week before. And, uh, and the funny thing is she even said she didn't make the news. Because she has no level of uh, it's, it's celebrity, yeah. <laughs> and so it was. Uh, so there was all sorts of factors that it, it's because I didn't reach out to the news. They it just turned up to me house to my mum's house, um, and uh, so uh, I get I, the thing is I'm all I'm thinking as well. By the way, is my goodness, this is such a good hospital. This is <laughs> so much better than the NHS. I've been seen by six specialists. Not realizing I, I I'm in the top of the charts. They don't know. And then uh, the right, young... you've been seen by six specialists because six different people are like, "What the fuck's going on?" Yes, right. But also, there was a stonefish around that area the week previous. Oh, so I might have twenty minutes to live. Right. Uh, well, we so, a... do you think yeah. if they hadn't already been aware of this other woman's experience a week earlier, you'd be fucked? Because they, it wouldn't have been on their mind. They would have considered the possibility of a stonefish. I would ha- You know what? To be honest, the whole hospital, because West Australia is this so. It's not just a. It's not the same as the East Coast. Maybe up in Queensland and Cairns, you may have noticed more of this. Is that the the, uh, the the not the Torres Strait, but you know the bite at the top, uh, not the bite, the pointy bit. Bloody hell! Come on, Brendan. Doesn't even have sealed roads up there. There's so many things that can kill you, mm-hmm. right? It's a bit more outbackish, and uh, of course, the West Australia. The there was a long, there was a very long time that the moon was more surveyed than Western Australia. <laughs> that it was more topographically mapped. That there's still great big sparse areas of unmapped terrain and there are still people who think that humans have never visited northern australia (laughs) (laughs) although 
Funnily enough, on my podcast, where my son and I are driving across uh, Western Australia and I taught him how to have a shit outside, fucking Google Maps drove by. (laughs) (laughs) So in the world's most barren terrain, on Google Earth, Google Maps, there is a picture somewhere of me and my son having a shit. On the uh, Great Northwestern, I can't remember the name of it. It's it's from Broome to Cairns. So, going oh, through. If anyone has a little time, get in your computer, go yeah, for a little yeah. virtual drive. And I, I mean, it was back in 2012, but I don't think that. A bit, it's funny. People have said to me, "Oh, they will have updated it by then." And I'm like, "Not well, there. They won't no. have." Yeah. No. It's, it's, they they do have automatic like facial recognition software that'll blur people's faces when those cameras when those cars drive by. Not my ass. They have fecal <laughs> recognition. Yeah, to look, yeah. really hey, spotty look out for the spots. Yeah. I'd been driving a few mm. days and it was someone else's camper van. <laughs> hey, call back, motherfuckers. This is science. <laughs> and uh, so uh, <laughs> Doctor Mike comes over. That's right. And the young orderly, she goes, "All right, are you?" Uh, I said, "You can't give me morphine." And uh, she goes. Uh, okay, you are not any, any other medication I should know about. I said, yes, Elvans for ADHD. And she goes, what's that? And I said, it's a slow-release re- amphetamine. And she goes, oh, shit. And I said, uh, uh, what do you mean? And I said, uh, how much have you had? And I said, 30 milligrams in the morning and 10 milligrams just before I jumped in the ocean. And you know what? Emergency orderlies and nurses aren't supposed to do this. But she went, oh, that's not good. <laughs> and before I know it, I'm strapped on, I'm strapped up to so many machines. Right, because presumably the amphetamines would increase the rate at which your blood pumps and Absolutely. so on. Absolutely. And so I'm being seen by a lot of people really fast. And okay. I'm like, wow, Charlie Gardner's really good. <laughs> and Dr. Mike comes over and he then gives me two local anesthetics, right? And uh, uh, oh, I don't want to retell a story. People can go to my podcast for the funny shit that happened. And, uh, <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for keeping that yeah. up, Mars. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, no, no, I'm not giving you my gold. Uh, 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 things will go ori. Uh, <laughs> see, <laughs> I'll dance for you if there's four of you, right? <laughs> And, uh, but it's, uh, I'm aware of the time as well. And uh, uh, so normally when they give you two local anesthetics, right, they, uh, they, you know, they give it five minutes before they go in. This kid like sticks it in me and then blam, he's blasting immediately. And I'm like, holy shit, that's fast. But he's like, can you feel anything? And it's like, no, he's got, I've given you a really strong one. And this is how painful it is. I believe it's number one on the Schmidt scale. And even the other things that feature on the Schmidt scale, uh, I looked them up because also the tarantula hawk wasp, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Co- uh, Coyote Peterson stabs himself with that. Even he won't do himself with a stonefish. Cause well, I didn't, it, it can kill you. It's- uh, well, I didn't realize also, but it's only the, the tarantula hawk's only five minutes. Is oh, it that it lasts between- for? Yeah, oh, stonefish oh, oh, oh. is fucking... <laughs> 24 hours. Some people it lasts three days and others it never goes away. Like oh, the wait. other woman that got stung, her knees turned blue uh, like a week later. Wait, it's, the, it's the other way around. Uh, one, is, one is low, four is high. Four is the highest level. Oh, but, okay. The, but the tarantula hawk is number, is a, gives a rating of four. And what's the Which is described sunfish? as a blinding... F- it doesn't seem to have it here. Uh, oh, so maybe it's 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 tops the charts. Blinding, fierce, and shockingly electric. The composition of the tarantula hawk venom is unknown, but the duration of pain from the sting is short-lived, lasting only five minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. which when I watch the Cody, it's weird now as well. But the I bullet now... ant is a four plus. Um, which again, and the warrior only a couple of minutes. So fuck higher. off. Fuck off. And then there's also the Irukandji, which we talked about, which is the one that makes you think you're going to die for forty-eight hours. People have talked of wanting to be uh, having the limb amputated. When the stonefish gets you. Yeah. And I can understand. Because, to put it in perspective, right, um, well, he's in there straight away, <laughs> right, and he's just blasting it, 
with water and air and the whole nine yards. And I'm like, whoa, what? Hey! But it's that much of an anesthetic that I can't even feel him doing that. And yet I could still feel traces of the stonefish thing. Oh, my God. And then uh, within 20 minutes, searing agony started. And he gave me another one. And he went, basically, you uh, stick it in the hottest water. You can feasibly stand, but test the water with your right hand first. And I went, wait a minute. How can I still feel the stonefish thing and not feel boiling hot water? And he's like, because this is worse than third degree burns. And I was like, what? And even when he came back, I was like, mate, I've been doing the maths and this has got to be a stingray. I've been stung by a cobbler and a rock cod before. And he's like, nah, stonefish. And I thought he was just using a colloquialism for a rock cod or a cobbler. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no way. And he just gives me a look I'll never forget as we check out that just so, in hindsight, I understood what the look meant, which was when you Google this, you are going to freak the fuck out. And um, he just like rolls his eyes and goes, no, a stonefish. Way worse. And then someone starts screaming and he runs off to another emergency. And believe you me, like that night, any time the boiling water I had my hand in even turned lukewarm, it was till 5 a.m. I was in agony. And I think I took three sleeping tablets in the end. Right. Yeah, it says hot water at a temperature no higher than 45C, which is 113 Fahrenheit. Because I guess above that, there's a risk of burning the skin, which is going to cause you more damage. But what? But 45? Wait, up to on. up to 45. I've, I've been in 45 degree heat in in the outback, but not the but air, not the water. Not water. Yeah, it's I, air How's is that possible. It's just different. Uh, air is air is an insulator. Uh, heat doesn't conduct from air to skin at the same rate that it conducts from water to skin. But wait, a steam burn is so much worse than a water burn. A steam burn's much hotter than 45 degrees. Also, exactly. Or seabird isn't worse than a water. I mean, so it's worse immersing than your water hand can't in get hot, to the temperature. Yeah. So how, like, could you stick your hand in? Like, I've been outside when it's been forty-eight. It yeah, sucks. It's just different. But it's, you're not like ah. Yeah. It's not. It's not like minus forty. You've never been in a hot tub that was like. Also, also, to be fair, your skin won't burn, burn at forty-five, but it's no. not going to do you yeah. good. And also, and yeah. it also doesn't need to be any hotter than that. I think. I I, I think it varies from molecule to molecule but i seem to remember from from school chemistry and biology lessons that for example i think most uh enzymes denature in the around the sort of mid to high 30s that's the point at which it drops off don't remember this i'll tell you but it was it was i'll tell you it was staggering actually how quickly and how much Mm -hmm. it hurt uh when the water even started to again Mm. just remotely cool and i put my other hand in it and go, ow! You know, it was, it was as hot as a hot cup of tea. Mm-hmm. And it sucked. And it still kicks in every now and then in the cold. Jeez. How long ago was it? Uh, what's the date today? March 4th. Okay, 40 degrees is roughly when enzymes break down. So 45 would be enough mm-hmm. as long as that. Mm-hmm. So it would have been a weekend after Strasbourg. So Jan 28th. Wait, of this year? Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't realize. This whole time I thought it was longer ago than that. Wow. No, Jesus no, it was, we were only a couple of days apart. That's oh. why it was so weird. That yeah. You were talking about stonefish just yeah. a, I'd been stung the day before. That's crazy. I think. Is that right? Yeah, because it was literally, I remember talking to Brendan after talking to the scientists in the marine lab and going like, oh shit, this is bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, thing really? that, the thing that Brendan was talking about online, you're like, oh, this is... Which, <laughs> yeah. Well, did you not see me next to me, mum? No, I didn't see the picture. I just... <laughs> things... We had wires attached to me. We saw some of these stonefish in the uh, Edge Aquarium at James Cook University, <laughs> and I haven't Sorry, put the videos up, but I will uh, on our Patreon page. I'm going to put up. Um, oh, they're audio a prick of an animal as well. Normally, anything that fucking poisonous has a bit of fucking. Whoa! Yeah. Look out! 
This asshole yeah, eats this shit. It hides. Looks, it looks like coral or rock. Oh, and it survives like uh, 24 hours out of the water. And Really? Yes, and it still works. It, like sometimes you can step on the, the, the skeleton, the carcass of one. Yeah, because it's not like it's stinging you. It's the spine that no. comes up and, and it's then, like a hypodermic needle yeah. where it pierces you. Then as you go farther down the spine, it squeezes the sac that has the venom and That's pushes right. it more into you. And the venom, obviously, it, it can be like a carcass and it's still got, it can still spurt into you. Jesus. In fact, indigenous folks, I believe they have a there's there's a region of indigenous folks that have a dance. Uh there's a there's an old tribal dance that uh shows uh that portrays a woman stepping on one. Oh really? God yeah. bless Australia though. It does look like it's made out of stone and it's a fish. It's a I know. It's, it's a very Australian naming. Although I think <laughs> they're not actually from Australia originally, I think it's oh. the Fijian Islands to be oh, with, or okay. are they Brazilian or something? Right, I thought I assumed that that was the. Um, no, they know. made their way there, which is why whenever you look at those, you know how like people scoff on their way through customs in Australia, mm. where they're going like, oh, the, "The dogs aren't looking for drugs; they're looking for nuts and fruit." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. you. Yeah, fuck you, because you know what? The tarantula hawk didn't exist in my fucking country, and I've seen two now as well. <laughs> Since uh, after this, I then ended up googling everything, and my son oh, and we're I looking at it. Oh, what's this? This is a video. This is a. Uh, uh, it is a skeleton of a stonefish. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, and it'll still work. Well, that won't now. That's an yeah, old, that's old thing. Uh, but that's... Uh, but, yeah, this, it's the most venomous fish in the world. Mm. People do eat it, apparently. Oh, they do? You can... Oh, I'm guessing Japan. Yeah, you can make sushi out of it. Told you. Sure. Is it one of those ones where if you prepare it wrong, you die? And that was that Simpsons episode where a whole oh, yeah. uh, That's blowfish. I was oh, thinking uh, about that Simpsons episode with the, with the frogs being introduced to Australia. That's... Uh, there's a Simpsons episode for every thought. There is also the, <laughs> the they've done everything. Is there also the boot episode, or there more than was there one? Yeah, one no, there's episode? one. The, 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 uh, Bart brings a frog with him when they go to Australia, and and, and the episode just ends with uh, the frog. Matt Groening was at uh, uh, the show I did the other night, actually, and he looks like you know when you get Simpson fired. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. He's, he's like had, the app. He said it done to himself. It does. He. I don't know why he kind of looks Simpsony. Yeah, he yeah. looks like a Simpsony version of Matt Groening. He's yeah. so nice. I mean, his parents' names are Homer and Marge. Yeah, that's. Uh... Are they really? Yeah. Oh, that's what you were thinking of this whole time he's with a... the company that's named for the. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a gorgeous old hippie. Yeah. So we hit, we did. Do we get to the end of that story? Have we the, done any stories? Because I know story. I'm really impressed by this. If we're zero for zero on this, and yeah. we're three hundred on the pop quiz. So no, we, <laughs> what are we zero for zero on? We've, we've done on no actually stories. getting through stories. We've we've actually actually ba- no we sort of did the, the SpaceX launch. Okay, we didn't get close to the uh, <laughs> the egg that was fertilized by two sperm. Boring. Oh wait, simultaneously. Yeah. None of this is interesting as stonefish. So. Double sperm. Double sperm. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You've got all the semi- theory in the world, you fucking bookworms. Mm, there yeah. are Wait till semi- Uncle B throws some fucking experience on you. Yeah. <laughs> there, there are now semi-identical or sesquizygotic twins in the world, which is one egg, two sperm. Yeah. I love that actually while that I'm talking about being stung by a Hang on. I love that while I've been talking about being stung by a stonefish, Matt is still Googling and telling me what it's like. (laughs) (laughs) It says here it's bad. And also these twins have three quarters of the same DNA as opposed to identical twins that have 100% and fraternal twins that have one half of the same DNA. They have three quarters identicality. Really? Weird, right? Well, it's weird. I've seen a number of twins, however, that like people go like, when I look at them, because you know this, don't you? That I have weird facial recognition. That I recognise audience members and stuff. 
Yeah, you have the opposite of face blindness. Yes, uh, it's weird. It's almost like over recognition to the extent where uh, it's a dumb superpower, mm-hmm. but I can tell twins apart. Okay. Like really, like to the extent where like that one's hotter. I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> like I could spot what the that sometimes I will turn up and I will look at the twins. That, but it's worth pointing out that's only the way in which you can tell them apart. Yes, it's true. One's always hotter. <laughs> That's true, because one's the always slightly... One's evil. Yeah. That'll be the hotter one. Well, yeah. No, no, no. No, the evil one's in the fucking... Uh, uh, he's up in the... What do you call the... One has the moustache. Yeah, the attic. <laughs> the evil one's in the attic. Oh, yeah. Inside a painting. That's all. And uh, getting old. <laughs> uh, I know. I'm mixing all my references. Yeah, I like it. And um, uh, the... Uh, yes, to the, like sometimes when I meet twins and I'll be staring at the pair of them and they're like, yeah, we're twins. It's like, no, it's not that. It's... You're the least identical twins I've ever seen. He's half an inch taller. Your nose is uh, like a little bit to the left. And uh, it's like a spot the difference competition. And they, and they love being told that, I'm sure. People always love when you point out idiosyncrasies. In the oh, yeah. He's hotter. How's that possible? Like, uh, you're the least identical twins. I've, but maybe it's because my, brother, my uh, brother's married to identical Lots twins and their mum's are identical twins. He's not married. Wait, wait. He's married to one half an okay. identical twin okay. and they were like, but they were as as dating he since he was, since I was 12, 11 or 12. So they've been like my sisters my entire life. Did he get the hotter one? Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I'd don't sooner, say you don't know. I'd sooner get stabbed by a stonefish <laughs> than answer that question. So he didn't. That's too bad. There's no good answer to that. <laughs> well, yeah, there is. You just say yes. He married the hotter one. Uh, oh, I thought you said, is there a hotter one? No, I said, did he marry the hotter there, one? Uh, let's just say there is a hotter one. Oh, God. It's worse. <laughs> I told you. There's no good answer. <laughs> There's no way they're going to find this pop- this episode, right? Let's hope. No, he doesn't watch or listen to anything I do ever. <laughs> this is how much actually he doesn't know. My dad and brother so little understand what I do for a living. When my dad was alive, we were playing the Google game. And uh, he goes. That's uh, when you type in "How do I look at porn?" Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, you just type in "How" and okay. you see what, the, and you see, and it shows you the kind of thing you've been googling. Mm-hmm. How do I? And then you find a lot about yourself. Uh, yeah, go on. Let's see what it says when you do it. How to make Henry's famous green onions? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Henry's kitchen. Oh, Bless you. Hey. Well, Bless you, gotten face. Uh, but it's uh, who do you get when you google your name? And my dad goes, when you Google me, you get a professor in Indianapolis. And my brother goes, when you Google me, uh, you get, I don't know, fucking uh, an engineer in Norway. And then he goes, who do you get when you Google you, Brendan? I was like, fucking me. <laughs> Not like that. Like, I'm the number two Brendan. <laughs> do, you even, do you even know me, motherfuckers? <laughs> Although that's not true in America. Well, of course, my, my that old roommate... Brendan Urie has fucked my shit right up. And my old roommate was named Brendan Burns, the actor, remember? Oh, D-A-N? D-O-N. D-O-N? Are you serious? I, mean, I think we didn't want to actually say that. He must hate that. my guts. When I, when, he was, when I was still living with him, we didn't want, we didn't want to out him like, name-wise because we told stories about him, but I think it's been long enough. Yeah, now, now you've yeah, been... I would, have, yeah. I would hazard that... He doesn't even get a look in. You've been. Well, he's got an. He's got a pretty extensive IMDb. He made like one appearance on every show from like Starsky and Hutch through The Love Boat through Seinfeld. Like I'm he, pretty sure you type in Brendan Burns, you get me or well, the no, New Zealand D-O-N, fucking though, minister. Get, yeah, yeah. D O N. Oh, but he's D A N. Wait, you? Which one are you? I'm D O N. Then I'm, he's D A N, maybe. Yeah, he must be because okay. I'm a rare. That's why. That's yeah. the only reason I turn up. Yeah, when you uh, type Brendan Burns, the front, the first page is all you, as far as I can tell. You type Brendan. Shouldn't it be Brendan? Although I think I got bumped since being in America. Yeah, no, you get uh, you get screwed on the Brendans. There's yeah, do it in Europe. I'm fine. There's Brendan Yuri from yeah. Brat Panic at the Disco. And since he fucking yeah, that fucking cunt. Since he started <laughs> becoming a pansexual, he bumped me. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. He became a pansexual. Join Twitch. And apparently, I don't even get a look in. Uh, uh, you also get bumped by you, just a greedy fuck. <laughs> there is. Pan. There yeah. is a. Uh, this is irritating. There is a a performance coach and author of those shitty books that they sell in. Uh, airports about how to be successful. <laughs> Brendan, uh, Burke. Brendan Burchard, yeah, right. who has Brendan.com. Oh, God. Uh, fucko. Um, so, yeah, he, he actually has... Looks like he's invested quite a lot into optimizing his online presence. Mm-hmm. Although, I found this out on Race Wars podcast the other week. Type in Stonefish, see what comes up. Is it the guy from oh, Neighbours? <laughs> There's a character in Neighbours. Oh, it's you. Oh, that's nice. Oh, you're number one hit in the world for Stonefish. I think. I, um, I um, if you Google, I don't hate to break this to you. Oh, really? Uh, that might just be your Google. No, it's not. Your, uh, I can do it under news and see what happens. No, it's because the guy was uh, fat guys. They didn't obviously. They were a bit incredulous about the story. Mm-hmm. And uh, it goes well. I can tell it happened because I typed Stonefish into Google and you came up. Then again, I imagine. You're searching? Very different from his. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it also might have been uh, nearer the time that it happened. Cause yeah, it fair comes enough. Up in the... If you uh, look up Sarah Morgan, it, uh, you get yeah, the American get? romance author who uh, writes uh, Mills and Boone books about uh, low-status job women and high-status job men. So they're like the gypsy and the neurosurgeon. She's really specialist about all her. And she writes Christmas-themed romance novels. And she writes low-status job women and high-status job men. <laughs> like that's her niche. But she's a fucking billionaire as far as I can tell. Wow. Hate, yeah. So I want to be other Sarah Morgan. I want to have a life swap with other Sarah Morgan and just go... Just go mm, Esquire. Like the waitress and the oligarch. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, she puts out three or four books a year. Yeah, no, she's oh, no, huge. Oh, you found 2016, yeah. she had Wait, five. How fast do you Google? She's. Uh, I'm impressed. Yeah. Yeah. No, she. There's a lot of Christmas theme ones. Are always got like sleigh bells in the snow and stuff. But then there's a lot of. Is uh, there a lot of books with men with their nipples eye. showing? As the well? Santa Claus and the Elf. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sleepless in Manhattan, Midnight at Tiffany's, Sunset in Central Park. Yeah, how many books a year? Fifth Avenue. She put out five books in 2016 somehow. Yeah. Uh, it's great when you get big posters of her in London. And I just sort of wistfully look at them. <laughs> Oh, I was hoping there'd be some that would actually have oh, sexy yeah, there covers. There's one. Oh, yeah, sexy Burned. ones. Are these, yeah, you have to go back to her older ones when she was a Mills and Boone author. Is that a, is that a publisher? Yeah, that puts out? Uh, Okay, yeah, these woman are Woman the in a was... shake's world. Oh. That's what I've heard. <laughs> how, how do they spell shake? Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's just a, it's about a Parkinson's nurse. Yeah, no. yeah. I was going to make Michael J. Fox. No. Can I get that okay? Of course. Hard to sure. say. Wrong, room to, wrong room to ask, I'd wrong say. Wrong yeah. This... yeah, yeah. yeah. Always look at me when checking with comedic I... morality. I checked yeah. with Brendan and he said it's fine. Yeah. yeah. That joke was fine. Yeah. He said, say Selma Blair. Know, I, yeah. <laughs> it's even yeah. more relevant. I, I checked with Brendan. <laughs> I'm really sorry. But then again, he's even hard to find under his own name on Google. <laughs> We we need it's a we number need of to career choices. Up. We, I think there was a story that we did. I hope you've enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on. Last time, I think we were here. We were talking about baby girl vagina. It's yep, on a slip and slide. That's a good point. We you've were got good facial memory and podcast memory. Uh, uh, last time we were here, we were talking four, about oh, monkeys, uh, ago, uh, monkeys six. having a sort of prostitution rings where they would swap grapes for sex. What? So right. it's, oh, it's yeah, not like yeah. this show ever gets classy. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um. All right. Brendan, mm. where can when you're not in uh, Perth 
emergency wards at hospitals. Well, Where can our listeners friend. find you? Oh, yeah, you can get mine. Into- oh, I've got two specials out right now on Prime Video. Uh, Brand new special, right? Selfies in the... Well, I taped them in 2015. It was... Um- Brand new to the internet specials, right? Yes, they are. Uh, but it was um, it was that uh, DIY secret location tour I did with oh, right. John Hastings, no less. And uh, so it's selfies in the Grand Canyon and spray painting fuck off on a dead wombat. Uh, but if you type in dead wombat, because that's why it's taken this long to get up since they were supposed to both drop on Christmas Day. But uh, Amazon wouldn't let fuck off on a dead wombat out there. But uh. fucking then you type in fuck off and a bunch of mugs and ties come up. So apparently, so you, a fucking so you can teacup have, has more rights yeah, to yeah. freedom of speech than I do, Matt Kirshen. <laughs> That's Trump's America, motherfuckers. So you can have fuck off on on merchandise, but not as the name of a video. No, no, uh, you, you can't have. And, and it was even blurred out, and they wouldn't let it. Anyway, whatever. It's on Prime Video, but if uh, you don't have Prime Video, you can actually. It's cheaper to buy them both off me. Go to thebrendanburnshow.com. Uh, and dumb white guys out uh, free every Wednesday. And that's your podcast. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah. And I think this week uh, it's Ronnie Cheng. Nice. Oh, I should have you on soon. I would We're love doing to. a series of Breaking America. So Let's do talking it. to all fellow foreigners. All right, I'm in. Done. Done. Deal. Look at you, you handsome. Um, I'll keep this brief. At Sarah L. Morgan, there's they'll find me if you're interested. <laughs> that's fine. Or some sexy books. Awesome. Yeah, if if it's not yeah, just Sarah, I think just Sarah Morgan on Twitter, you'll get some erotica. <laughs> Sarah L Morgan. Sarah L Morgan, just pure filth. Like. Yeah. The L is for less erotic. <laughs> <laughs> the dummy and the yeah. space monkey. Yeah. <laughs> the astronaut and the person who waits tables near the astronauts. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the shepherdess. <laughs> And uh, come on, team improv. No, and, and the king Tutankhamun, and, and the rich man. Yes. <laughs> All right, you can find you can find them, and also at Brendan Burns, uh, at Brendan with an O B R E N D O N B U R N S. You can yeah. find us at Probably Science mm-hmm. individually at Andy T Wood and at Matt Kirshen. You can email us probablyscience at gmail dot com with any questions, comments, clarifications, stories you'd like us to cover, and all that good stuff. You can also find us at probablyscience.com. That is our website. Yes. And also you can find, uh, by, this time, by the time this comes out, we will have the new twinsies up with Sarah. Oh, in yeah. which TJ and I dissect uh, striptease and showgirls. So <laughs> find twinsies wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, the premise of the podcast is you watch two movies that release at the same time with the same premise. So yes. Twin movies, yeah. And analyze why that happened, which is better. We have a, we have a like, sort of a score sheet and then we try to figure out like why did 1995 need these two movies why? why was gremlins and ghoulies ghoulies yeah, and critters and what about uh the the elton john and queen movie coming out at the same time there i don't are... know if the account i mean we did the steve jobs movies because those were pretty close to each other the two biopics were oh that's uh, right about steve, steve jobs, jobs kutcher, and jobs the kutcher one and the fassbender one they were a couple years apart that was a bit of a stretch but like we'll do prefontaine the two of those at some point because that's fucking weird does no one else find it weird as well how much complaining people did that there wasn't enough gay sex in the it's in like Bohemian Rhapsody in Bohemian Rhapsody it's like you know what it's not just about sex right it's, you know the sexuality it's not we're just not about like dicks going into orifices and then you put a fucking biopic out and it's like where's the butt fucking <laughs> come on I want to see the butt fucking and you're like what the f- fucking you know what I haven't it, watched it because I heard it's not that gay. Yeah, it, yeah. I heard and, that. and New Zealand didn't put it in their pride section. They have a gay section of films, or the, and they did. And, and Bohemian Rhapsody was available to watch, but it wasn't in their pride section. I'm like, well, that's a harsh judgment, but I appreciate your shade, in New Zealand. Yeah, I mean, having said that, <laughs> I Queen, will not watch it. 
Queen were always a bit fucking toe the line. You, you ever read Malcolm Hardy's uh, autobiography, I Stole Freddie Mercury's Birthday Cake? Oh, yeah. And yeah. they wouldn't let I mean, yes, the greatest were... show on legs perform? Because of the homosexual connotations, oh. I have not. I have. Uh, they did the balloon dance where they uh, pop balloons and it reveals their genitals. And like oh. Malcolm Hardy was like, "They're called Queen. <laughs> Everyone knows. <laughs> what are you on about?" And uh, so he nicked his birthday cake, punishment, <laughs> and now he's dead. Died oh. in the Thames. No, they're, not Freddie Mercury. Oh, okay. Malcolm Hardy died in the Thames, clutching his winnings. <laughs> Freddie Mercury died of Thames. <laughs> yeah, yeah, died in the Thames. That's what they call the, it. I understand. That's the usualism they use. He was the once uh, admitted into emergency where they had to pump the Thames out of his stomach. <laughs> Seven kinds of Thames water. Yeah. <laughs> Seven Thirty different, different types of Thames water. <laughs> Seven different rivers. It was a sea gerbil from the anus. <laughs> Brendan, can I come on your dumb white man podcast? <laughs> dumb white guy, do sure. I? Yeah, yeah. It's it's. Uh, we actually did gender for. It was mostly race, and then we did gender, and now we're doing breaking America. So for sure, come sure. on, breaking America. Like just figuring it the fuck out what's what's going on. Uh, yeah, I know. Shit. S- speaking of all this uh, rough sex, didn't you say you had a hard out <laughs> at six thirty? Uh, oh, is it six thirty? Fast. Oh yeah. Okay, I'll, go, I'll say the fast version, which was for. <laughs> For years, it was focusing on. This is the famously segway e podcast. Yeah, Yeah, but a minute ago we were talking about rough sex. He's got a hard out. No, no, hard out. uh, Uh, The premise is I would travel around the world interviewing comedians of different sexuality, ethnicity, and gender to me, asking them dumb white guy questions. And I would put up sets where I was the only white guy in the room. Okay. And so you often hear the process of. And it's a, it, I guess it's got such a devoted fan base because it's such an ongoing narrative mm-hmm. that the audience finds themselves changing along with me. Okay. So if you go back and at the beginning, what I thought then versus what I reckon now, two different, very different things. Interesting. Okay. Cool. But yes, please Sounds come awesome. on. I'd love it. Love I it. didn't realize you were in town long enough. I, I may not be. Uh, how long are you here for then? Okay. <laughs> Let's do admin off mic. You can come do my podcast. It's called The Fear. Uh, oh, we should play The Fear Jesus podcast. Christ. <laughs> hey, we all got a podcast now. Yeah, we should. Pl- I wasn't doing my plugs because I was like, everyone's got a hard out at six thirty. But no, we Brendan should properly just got into a new story. We should properly so plug, I'll plug this. My podcast called At the Fear Podcast is where I interview funny people about what they're scared of in a judgment free environment. Matt Kirsten's done it. I'm I sure these guys will do it. Well, you picked. I, you pick three things. Uh, you pick. A, you pick your favourite scary moment from film or TV, uh, a fear from your childhood, and a fear you live with now, okay. and we unpack them. And Matt chose. I don't even remember now, but probably you know, nothing because I'm very brave. You are very brave. <laughs> you chose uh, the bit uh, from it with the clown in the storm. Dying. Oh yeah, because I watched you that chose, far too young. You chose fun fairs. The scary fun fair ride. Ah, look at the Shake Shack. See, this is why you're not allowed on it, Brendan. It's a very specific no thing. Judgments. No judging. What do you mean? And no, I said, oh. Oh, that's a fun thing to be scared of. And what was the last? What was fear you live with now? I don't remember what Heights. I chose. Was it Heights? Wait, you just oh, asked yeah, me been. on it and then been. uninvited me. You nah. went, this is why you're not allowed, Brendan. This is why and this is Brendan's this fear, is, no, is, is being uninvited from things. <laughs> it's actually oh, funny enough, I, I was going to admit, it's insignificance. Yeah, you're more than welcome. You're just not allowed to judge anyone for what they're scared of. All right, listen to the fear. Get out where all podcasts are. Go to your local podcast shop and ask for the fear. Yeah, go on. Like my mum. I can't. People have recommended some podcasts for me. Where, where are the podcasts? I've got, a, I've got a mail order podcast service where they just send me a new podcast every month, and if I don't like it, I send it back. <laughs> All right, we got to go. try it on. We do. Good night, everyone. Yes. God bless. Bye. We'll see you soon.